Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, a victory Monday, as East Carolina, a winner over Campbell. Pirates winning record for the first time in 2022, 2-1 on the year. Navy coming up next, 6 o'clock, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, the fourth of a four-game homestand to start this 2022 season and we will talk today inside the delcor players lounge some of the pirates that got it done on the field on saturday night including rajay harris who found the end zone a couple of times on saturday xavier smith miles berry from the defensive side of the ball planning to hook up with ecu tight end ryan jones couple touchdowns in back-to-back games for him also isaiah winstead another big receiving day for the East Carolina transfer. Also, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us coming up on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, the Chan Man, Troy D alongside. Hello, Troy. Hello, Clip. How are you doing today? Doing great. Fantastic. Good to hear. Pirates win. You look good. Brave, like sweet, the like Phillies. Your, like your shirt. I got no complaints. Yeah. Everything's fine. All right. Let's keep it moving. Fine and dandy. Uh, <laughs> I'll owe you an apology later. I'll, I'll get you. You already gave it to me. I know, but I'll, I want to do it I've accepted your on apology. The air. I did it. Um, you guys kind of tricked me, but it's fine. I owed you an apology anyway. I'll do it live on the air about the Bears. Fine. I was I was out of line last week. That is true. A little too confident. You were out of line last night. I sent some uh, texts that I regret. You should. <laughs> and uh, I'm just hoping we can move on from We it. have. I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. I have a lot of remorse over it. All right. Well, I appreciate that. That's yeah. nice. Something I'm not sorry about is the way ECU just smoked the camels. Yeah, much better prediction on that game than your Bears Packers Yes, game, uh, very close to being accurate. Let's go to the Pit Electric live line and talk to QB1. He is Holton Ehlers joining us today on the live line and uh holton first of all welcome back to the show how you doing man what's up guys thanks for having me absolutely congratulations on a uh, another big win and first of all congratulations on multiple record holder now holton aylers uh how does it feel yeah um well the win feels great um you know the the records are super cool and you know i'm going to be appreciative of everything that you know kind of comes my way with all that but um, you know, I'm just focused still on just going one to know every week, and you know we were fortunate enough to to do that last week. So now it's on the Navy and got to prepare for them. It was a good football team coming here, so we got to play our best. Old Naylor's joining us, Shirley. We had a call the other night. I want to play uh, just the beginning of for Holton. We don't have to play the whole thing now, but Holton, uh, I want you to hear this phone call from the fifth quarter uh, the other night. So uh, let's hear that right now. All right. All right. We go next to Don in Raleigh. Hey, Don. Hey, how's it going? Uh, man, I'd just mainly calling to uh, congratulate uh, Holt Nailers on uh, all the, those records he set today. Um, I also <laughs> wanted to kind of bring up uh, something I called in about uh, probably three, four years ago. Um, and we, uh, you know, back when times were a little tough, uh, <laughs> called in uh, saying, what do, you, what do you think we should do with Aylers? Uh you know, maybe we could make him a tight end or something. <laughs> and uh, 
I'm so glad I, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, nobody, well, nobody listened to anything I had to say. We'll hear the rest later. Yeah, Holden, thank, uh, thank goodness he's not a coach. Right? No, well, I also wanted to say congratulations, yeah. Holden. Most passing yards by a tight end in college football history. <laughs> so congratulations on that. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard uh, you know that for a fair share of my career, really, since I started playing football. Um, you know, I was a baseball player growing up, and lefty's a good thing. And as soon as you're a you're a quarterback and you switch over to football, lefty's not a good thing. So uh, it's just just something I've been hearing throughout my career, and um, you know, I've always you know had belief in myself because there has been times when um, you know I've heard that a lot, and a lot of people have said that. But you know, my coaches have continued to believe in me you know, throughout my career, and there could have been you know plenty of times when Coach Houston could have wanted you know kind of go a different way and see if we would have won more. Because I mean, those early years were, were tough. And, uh, you know, to be where we're at now, I'm super proud for sticking around and for the coaches believing in me. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I was talking to my son Tyler after the game, who's, who's 14 years old, and he's like, Dad, uh, remember all those people talking junk about Holton a year or two ago? And, you know, well, they don't know. You know, now he's the all time, you know, passing yard leader. And, uh, you know, wh- what do they have to say now? Well, I guess we heard what they have to say now, Clip. And uh, shout out to Don they, for, for, uh, for eating crow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for I mean, taking, yeah. for saying, you know what? I was wrong. And I think. Holding a lot of people were wrong uh, early on about your abilities and what you're capable of, especially at quarterback. Yeah, and you know sometimes playing quarterback, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a very you know, sociable person. You know, I enjoy talking to people, especially people of Greenville. And since I've kind of grown up here, I know a lot of people. But um, you know, one of the first things that you know once I committed here, I, I learned was um, I mean, social media is a good thing, but you know, not a good thing for a D1 quarterback. And um, I mean, I just gotta. Everyone, it gives everyone an opinion, and uh, I mean, I can't be looking at those opinions, you know, good, far, or indifferent. You know, I gotta have a, a close inner circle, and those people, you know, are the people that I trust, and those opinions are the ones that I believe in. And you know, outside of that, you know, I appreciate everyone's opinion, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the people that have you know got me to where I'm at are going to be the same people that I trust and continue to trust. Holden, uh, last week I asked you if you looked at stats, and uh, you said one you look at is completion percentage. Uh, 17 of 20. Is that good enough for you? That's about as good as it gets right there. Yeah, I'll take it. And to be honest with you, Cliff, the, the three that were incomplete, at least two of them, um, I should have completed. So I'm still a little upset about myself with that. Um, one of them was the play right before halftime. I kind of just had to throw it away. So, uh, But, you know, I'll take 17 for 20 and a win any day of the week. And uh, once again, turnover-free football from Holden. Turnover-free football for the Pirates. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's back-to-back weeks, Holden. You guys have played a clean game offensively. Yeah, and that's huge. I mean, that's one of our huge goals going into the week is win the turnover battle. And anytime the defense can, you know, get the ball back into our hands, um, it's going to help us out too huge and get them off the field. And uh, we've got so many playmakers on offense that if I can just get them the ball and the defense can – get us an extra possession it's gonna be hard to beat us ecu starting quarterback holden aylers joining us on the pit electric live line east carolina now two and one on the season we'll be back here at home to finish up a uh, epic and record four game homestand to start the season never happened before in the history of the program and navy rolls into town it's a six o'clock kickoff another night game for this program uh tailgate lots open up at noon what a great crowd out there for family weekend really impressed with how many uh 40,000 plus fans 42 43,000 fans in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium loud the place looked packed for Campbell uh very impressed by Pirate Nation and now uh got this thing on a little bit of a roll here 
holding his uh, two solid wins back to back, two and one, have a chance to come out of September three and one. I did see a poll, East Carolina starting to get a vote, got a vote for the top twenty five. So uh, look, that's how it starts. One leads to two, two leads to four. Next thing you know, you keep winning and you may find yourself ranked. But uh, right now, I know you're just focused on Navy. Navy coming in here with the zero and two. This is not the Navy of old. Can't overlook anybody, but uh, this is not the the Navy that uh, would always strike fear, I guess, in the hearts of the Pirates. Uh, you never know what can happen, but great opportunity here for East Carolina to keep this winning streak going. Yeah, it is. It's a huge opportunity for us. And, um, I mean, look, they're a good football team. And, you know, every time, I mean, ECU's never beat, you know, like that I remember, um, ECU's never beat Navy in Dowdy Ficklin. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough game for us. And they're so disciplined, you know, their record. We went up there last year. I think they had a they won they were two and seven, and it came down to a last second field goal. So we know that we're gonna have our hands full, and that offense is, is super hard to stop. And um, it's it's unique in itself, and the defense is unique um, in its own fashion too. So there's a good, good football team coming in here. We're gonna have our hands full, but um, we believe that we have a good football team. We just got to go and have a good week, and then go out there and perform Saturday. Uh, Troy, is Navy still running the option on offense? Uh, I would think. Okay, well yeah. then I'm still yeah, I'm I still would, scared of them. I'm there. pretty sure. As long as they're, they're doing uh, that, they've got a chance because yeah. it is wacky. You don't and, see it except that one time. And as Holden said, they are very disciplined and they are great athletes there. So, you know, if East Carolina can find a way to continue to uh, that defense to step up, which has looked great this season, I, I really like our chances. But uh, as you said, Holden, what about uh, the Navy defense? What do you see when you look at those guys? Yeah, they move a lot. You know, they came from the co- the same coaching tree as Coach Harrell did, so uh, you're going to see a lot of – pretty much we're going to be going against our defense in a way. Um, a lot of blitz, you know, a lot of movement up front and a lot of movement in the secondary. So they're going to do a lot of things to try to trip us. You know, we've got to have a, a good game plan in place. I thought we had a really good game plan up there in Annapolis last year, and um, we performed really well. So just got to get a good game plan, stick to our keys, and uh, just go out there and, like I said, just perform good and uh, – get the ball to the playmakers and let them make the plays. Holden, I got a question about last Saturday's game, and uh, Kenny Curlings has typed in one as well. I want to ask you. My question is, that fourth down play where you hit Jalen Johnson, uh, I just, I'll just i give credit to Donnie Kirkpatrick for dialing up a beauty, but uh, there might have been a, a defensive miscue there. How in the world did Jalen Johnson get so wide open uh, for you to hit him for that touchdown? Yeah, we went empty there. Um, anytime you go empty, it's gonna, teams are going to struggle with it, especially with the athletes that we got. Um, I mean, if you want to go man and try to blitz us, we have the athletes to get open quick. Um, you know, they tried to do that later in the game um, when we got Isaiah the ball pretty quick and he made some good plays with it. So um, they were in man, and I think they tried to switch in the zone, and they, they had a little bit of miscommunication, and one of the players didn't get it, and we took advantage of it. Yeah, that was a beautiful play. And then a great question from Kenny here. Holt Naylor's along with the three uh, passing touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Kenny wants to know, Holton, what did you say to the guy that hit you late on the touchdown run? Um, what did I say to the guy? Um, I'm not really sure what I said to him. I think I said, uh, you know, better luck next time or something nicer than those words. All right. That's more than I thought, Holton, would answer He's that a nice question. guy, Cliff. What yeah. can you say? I mean, a quality individual. Holton, I know we've asked you this before, but we can't remember half the time. You've got one chance to score – you got a beautiful touchdown pass to do it, or you run it in. Which do you prefer? I'd take a touchdown pass, for sure. Also, uh, I think it was you and Ryan Jones. Y'all's uh, touchdown handshake celebration went on for like three minutes. That's a pretty – Is that practice? That's or a is that, detailed is, thing. Or is that organic? Oh, we got, 
we made it the day before. So, uh, you know, one of my things was I wanted a handshake with all of the offense. I'm still working on it. But uh, so so I made a handshake with pretty much most of the offense the day before. Um, and when he scored, I ran up to him and I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And he did it. So I didn't think I was going to remember it, but I did. So <laughs> yeah. I get embarrassed there. Pretty well executed. Holden, uh, how about being able to – kind of relax there late in the game, watch Mason Garcia, Marlon Gunn, and uh, and others go to work. What did you think of the the younger Pirates that were able to get in at the end of the game, and, and how did they do? Yeah, it was great. You know, it was great to just kind of sit back and have the win under a belt at that point and let those guys go get some experience. And uh, with those guys, they're so talented. They just need experience. And, and that's what, you know, moments like that is for, is to get them under the lights in front of fans and in a game situation because, you can practice all you want to, but until you get in there in a game, um, you know you really don't know what it's like. So uh, you know, I thought they performed well. I mean, the, the more experience they get, the better that they're going to get. Old Naylor's joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line. It's the Delcor Players Lounge. Got Navy on the way. We always ask you, and we kind of know the answer, Holden, but uh, you'll be feeling better Thursday, Friday, Saturday than you do currently, but I'll throw it out there. Yeah, how, how you feeling? Yeah, uh, how are you? We got to ask him. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good, um, honestly. You know, my shoulder's getting a little bit more healthy um, each week. And, uh, you know, the lines are a really good job of protecting me right now. So uh, body's feeling good. You know, it's got to – about to go to head to, to get some rehab right after this as soon as I hang up the phone. So uh, it's a it's a long process, as I've told you all. But, um, you know, body's feeling really good for a Monday, so I'm excited about it. Well, and look, this is, uh, you know, after this Saturday, you'll be, what, a uh, third way through the season – You've been beat up a third way through the season before. This offensive line, as you mentioned, has really has done a great job up to date as far as protecting you a lot better than in past seasons. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're they're performing really well, and um, we're getting some play calls to help them out. And um, just couldn't be more thankful for those guys and the way that they're performing right now. Honestly. Holden, good stuff, man. Thank you for joining us today. Congratulations once again. Uh, the Americans' all-time leading passer. More records for you out there, but I know more importantly for you, more uh, more wins with your teammates out there on the field to get here in 2022. For sure, yeah. I'm excited about it, guys. Thanks for having me. It, right. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of meat left on this bone, too. So not only your record holder, but you, you could put this thing out of reach for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I'm just – that's something kind of like I said, you know, I look back on – um, in the future from now and think it's pretty cool and hopefully those records will stay for a while but um, you know, as long as we keep winning and these records keeps coming I'm happy so uh, I'm just excited for the future thanks, thanks Holden appreciate it yeah thanks guys alright we'll see you Saturday Holt Naylor's joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line I did that you were talking about that shake he did with Ryan Jones the dap up whatever you want to call it. I feel like we need to come up with something like that clip after like a great interview or a great segment we have our own handshake and you know well, funny you should say that chandler and i have one that may be out there soon oh well maybe I, i'd like to yeah. you know come up with one for me and you Cliff. We can, okay or, right. or i could share in you and chandler's if you could sure. teach me uh but yeah that uh did something earlier today that oh, did you? coming out at oh, some point well, yeah, great minds think alike there some are saying there's a lot of great ideas around here that's right and so you come up with those some yeah. of those and then others do as well uh, Holton Naylor's uh, record-breaking performance the other night. We'll talk to Rajay Harris, who, how about uh, Rajay, five touchdowns in three games for yeah. East Carolina this season. He is finding the end zone. My guy has been doing 
Uh, great work. My guy. Uh, Miles Berry, Xavier Smith later on. Isaiah Winstead as well. Double B, Brian Bailey on a packed Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Yeah, so we've got uh, Isaiah, uh, I'm sorry, Raja Harris coming up what's in about 15 minutes from now. Yeah. So I look forward to catching up with him. He's next on the docket for today. Uh, Troy, I decided to put in a little bit of work here on a Monday and uh, and do the work for you and okay. the Pirate fans. All right. Well, I always appreciate it. You always kind of dig out a stat that's interesting at times. Today, uh, I went a bit of a, a different route. A little contrarian view. Two and one, East Carolina. Four wins away from six. Yeah. Getting to a bowl. Bowl, bowl. Last year, that was a big story. Remember last year? Becoming bowl eligible, the lead up to being bowl eligible. It was then huge. Being bowl eligible. I asked Mike Houston about it. Didn't want to talk about it until we became bowl eligible. And then it was a huge story. You yourself wanted to talk about it, but also didn't at the I, same that time. That was one of the great debates. <laughs> I, just, I thought it was an important story, but I didn't want to make too big of a deal about it. <laughs> yeah. You had to and be And we there. turned that into a Troy versus Troy segment. We did. Uh, and look, this year, I'm still counting down that number. It's not, you know, a given that East Carolina is going to go. We're four wins away. They're going to be in dogfights every week. You look at what Tulane did. You look at uh, South Florida almost beat Florida. Absolutely. Every week. We were talking about that at lunch today. It's going to be a dogfight. But Pirates four wins away, bowl eligibility. And I decided to look around at the bowl projections out there, Troy D. One field goal away from being three wins away, Clip. You think, and I kind of want NC State to do good because the better they do, the better we look. Yesterday, um, while watching the trash-ass franchise of Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. I took the trash off. I was like, you know what? I got trash to take off instead of watching this trash. Went to take the trash off. The guy there knows uh, I work at Pirate Radio. He's like, hey, how the Pirates doing? I'm like, hey, man, we got a vote in the uh, in the, the poll. We're looking pretty good. And another guy about 20 feet away, he uh, is taking his trash off, and he says, if they don't kick the field goal week one, we'd already be in the top 25. <laughs> And I was like, I know, dude. Yeah. I know. I feel him. I know. Yeah, it's my spirit animal. I don't like to think about it, but I it know. creeps what in the brain every now and then. I, I mean, I just, I always said, what, my preseason prediction, what if we came out of September 4-0? and We were so close to doing that, assuming we take care of business against Navy. Man, this place would be on its ear clip. And it's yeah. still, I mean, 3-1, nothing to sneeze at. No, and I mean, that's still, what we still, I know, I know. I just, you know me. I just, just I'm just John talking Mo- it out. John Moody knows you, too. Yes. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Three and oh, East Carolina number twenty five in the nation right now. But anyway, that's what I that is not reality. Okay, sorry, we live in reality. What is the stat? What the is bears stink, the pirates are two and one. <laughs> that is the reality of the situation. Uh bold projections, Troy D. I looked at some sites. Uh the Action Network. Bold or bold? Bold. Oh, okay. Bold. B O W L. Maybe these are bold, bold projections. Not that bold. Okay. I think bold would have us in the cotton bowl right. or the peach bowl or That's orange bold. bowl. Yeah. These are not that bold. That would be a cool bold name. The Bold Bowl. Boy. Uh, Action Network, Myrtle Beach, Coastal Carolina. I feel like we talked about that quite oh, a bit last I love year. The, I love the location. Yeah. I got to be honest. That would be a I mean, fun game, too. It would be a packed game. It's a drivable game. Yeah. It's uh, easy to get to. It's a fun location. And we don't play these guys. Like, it would be a who good match. Who are they matching us up Matching against? us up with Coastal Carolina. Oh, yeah. Home, packed oh, house. It would be, be a tight ticket, I think. Uh, 24, 24-7 sports. Small stadium. Military Bowl against North Carolina. <sighs> Doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> I, you know what? That would be a great way to end the season. With the victory over the Tar Heels, another game with uh, highly attendance, at least on ECU side of things. I that that could be fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
All right, I'm liking it. One ESPN writer. There's no way North Carolina wants to play us in a bowl. No. They will do whatever they can. Bana, Bonagura Chandler, I believe is his last name. <laughs> uh, Boca Raton Bowl against Arkansas State. Yeah. Mm. The other ESPN writer, Mark Schlebach. <laughs> Boca Raton Bowl, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Uh, Yahoo! Independence Bowl against Army. Yeah. Athlon. Military Bowl against Pitt. Yeah. All right. I like the first two. The first two, it kind of gets gets me a little fired up right there, Clip. How about a how about Troy D uh, ECU Pitt? That would bring up some nostalgia for you, right? From what the ninety one season? And they wear those uniforms today. Um, I they do. I actually went to in the nineties when we played Pittsburgh on the road. I went to that game in Pittsburgh. And then, uh, of course, I was here in the 91 season. Was some, some would say the greatest regular season game of all time uh, with the comeback win over Pitt with the two-point conversion at the time in front of the largest crowd in, in Ficklin Stadium history. 35,000 plus. It was, it was a magical time clip. John, don't do this ever again. But uh, John says he was going along the lines of, could you imagine, Troy, 5-1 ECU versus 5-1 Memphis? Or six and one ECU versus six and one UCF. Actually, I can, and it, things are somewhat trending that way for a possible five and one and five one matchup. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, look, not to sound like a coach. Let's get through Navy. Let's get through September. I've just said all along, clip. I just want to be alive in October. And these four home games have taken a lot, or three, have taken a lot out of me. By alive, you don't mean like ECU football. You mean you yourself still breathing. Yes, that is exactly what I mean. Like, I just want to be physically alive in October to celebrate that, first of all, because it has been an epic run. And I know a lot of Pirate fans share that with me. We've got one week to go, and we can do this. We can do it together. We can make it in October, and then we can start doing these other projections. All right, um, I thought that the, the great stadium. Kudos to the Pirate fans. We mentioned that earlier, but yeah. it it's good made for a great atmosphere. Clip. Yeah, two and zero this year while attending games. Two and zero. I should have yeah. gone to the saw stadium. You and, saw you and Chandler. We had a good time. Made a cameo appearance next to you guys for a little while. We should have got a picture. Troy, yeah. uh, I want to say that that phrase. The only thing I think of is that phrase: "Living your best life." I think you're living a good your Saturday. Best life. It was fun. I yeah. had a great weekend. You were. Uh, feeling good yeah it was a great tailgate you remember what i said to you yes you were just coming i was smiling at you guys I said, oh you were smiling all right <laughs> said, well, making you me laugh. You weren't doing anything no, i know and then i couldn't stop smiling because you were trying to get me to like stop smiling and then it made me laugh more. i said i dare you yeah. to stop smiling then we started doing connor's and we're like all right we're gonna play a game we got uh troy d we're gonna stop smiling ready go we're here with troy d it can't stop smiling, so we're going to try to play the game. Quit smiling. Ready, go. So, and Troy lost. By the time lost. he starts doing that, I can't even contain myself at that point. I'm like laughing, not just smiling. But you were having a good time. No, it was fun. A great day, great atmosphere, Red great Beard weather. told us, and then, look, there's two sides to every story, sometimes three. I heard. He claims that I gave him a, was it a he hug? He said an embrace. I think it was a bro hug. Okay. Like, I believe I, I believe I did see him in the stands. Well, yeah, he was on point. the road we were on. So it wasn't like him. a bushel oh, yeah. and a peg and a hug around the neck. It What's was that? A, a bushel and a peg and a hug around the neck. A bro hug. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, I believe I, I'm not going to dispute his story. Okay. Yeah. I will stand by that and say that is probably accurate that Redbeard got to touch Troy D. 
Ooh, Ooh. yeah, good touch for his list. Yes, to correct. Tell people about. right. That's right. Not so much for you, but for him. Well, if his status keeps elevating, maybe one day. <laughs> and Redbeard <laughs> was at the end of our row, and I didn't realize that yeah. until like at halftime. I was like, "Wait, there's Redbeard." Yeah. All right. So apparently, they're going for a whiteout this weekend. God, Wear your white. You serious. Like, all right. I did, enough already. Like, I am a big fan of the blackout. I'm just being honest here. Yeah. I love the blackout. I pushed that for years. They would never do it. They never. They finally did a blackout. I embraced that. But now it's like every week. Wear white. Wear yellow. Wear purple. Stripe this. Stripe that. I can't even keep up anymore. You just don't like Just let me colored. go to the game. Can I go to the game? Yes. You are free I, to do that. I know. I just I can't keep up with all this stuff. Well, don't. Then don't worry about it, Troy. I know you got like, a lot on your plate. I do. I have a lot to deal with. Chandler, just, Shirley. This, this is very week, stressful. This week, they're doing a whiteout. So they're asking fans to wear white to the game. All right. So sounds good. You got Okay, cool. Hey, if you don't, that's fine. You can I've still got a go nice purple Actually, shirt no. picked out. Oh, my God. You can still go to the game oh, if you no. don't wear white. It's fine. I had a, I've got a cool purple shirt I want to wear. And you're going to wear it. I thought this was the purple out game. I can't keep track of all this stuff. You did. <laughs> Thank okay. God for you, Clip. Yeah, I'm here. I would have no no idea. When did we start a whiteout? When did this happen? I think it's the first time ever. I was like, wait, we're not Penn State. White's not even one of our colors, and I don't want to hear it. Neither is black. At least we have. But neither is black. Yeah, I know. And you're talking. But what, I mean, where do you stop the insanity? We're gonna have a. I like. I have some cool gray shirts that are ECU. You're in a kind of almost on a, a, a type of gray shirt right here. Should we have a gray out? No. A silver that would out? be stupid. No, purple, okay. gold, white, black. Those are you know, it's fine. It's fine. What do you care? You're not going to do it anyway. Why does it bother you? What's the difference? <laughs> Nothing changes in your world. Why must we be told what to wear? Jeez. Why can't we just come to the game? I want to see what you everyone... can and you do. I'm just curious what people would wear if not told what color to wear. What would they do? And would they know what to do? The same thing you do. The same thing a lot of people Whatever do. Whatever they want to do. Yeah. Yes. This is like, it's voluntary. It's not mandatory. Yes. But I will say this. If you need a white shirt, our friends at UBE have a lot of good looking white ECU shirts. <laughs> See what Ellerby's got to say. I just saw his this. name pop up and I have a feeling it's something <laughs> like that. Troy wants to do, I'll reword it. And I, you want to do an orange out because uh, Ellerby said Troy wants to do a spray tan out. <laughs> everybody get your spray tan before the game shirts off and that would make for a cool visual actually some people are just jealous that i've been pulling it that you've been getting a spray tan though that i've been getting natural sun oh okay this is all natural buddy all natural did you i'll tell you what though i'm running out of daylight here i never brought this up before the pirate radio party you were a shade of orange i've never seen before. i can neither confirm nor deny (laughs) okay looking good though yeah all right um so there we go by the way troy does that mean east carolina breaks out white jerseys and dare i say white helmets please god no and you know how i feel about the white helmets i do and that has not changed i I just cannot and it's military day so i'm theorizing i'll go i mean if they want to go all white and then purple helmets that'd be cool okay is it military weekend yeah okay then let's go with the God, now they're telling me I got to support the damn military this weekend. Yeah. What if I don't want to? I, it's just insane, isn't Stop it? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they might go white helmets with the uh, red, white, and blue school. Yeah. See. That would look cool. Speaking of. So military. you like those? Oh, I do. White I, I know, and I think that would look cool on a black helmet, also, by the way. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of military, did you guys see the uh, picture of Robert O'Neill at the game? 
the guy that is responsible for killing Osama bin Laden. Well, I did. Yeah, I I don't have. I mean, I'll be honest, man. I saw it on and I saw it on our social media and some other places too. I don't have any of that verified. Like that's exactly who it was, or that he actually did the kill shot. I thought those guys couldn't talk about that stuff. Like I'm just asking questions. I, I stay you know. away from all that. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know enough about it. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't want. I don't really don't know enough about it. I did see what you're talking. about. If it about. is cool, if it's not, cool, I'm a clip. Whatever. If that is an actual fact, then that's awesome. But I don't know enough about it to know what exactly went down. Ha- right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Adam says we should have a camo out. I love that idea, actually. And we have. I have pirate radio camo hat. I could wear. <laughs> camo out would be cool. Now here's the question. Time out. Time out. There's a lot of different types of you camo. You also have a white shirt. Do you, you do? Wear. Do you do real tree camo? Do you do digital camo? Do you do military camo? None of do, the you know. There's all, or that snow camo. I have winter tactical camo on my jacket, as you know, when it gets cold. Which when you say camo, there's about 20 different types of camo now. All right. Well, you know what? So it gets very complicated. Forget I brought it up because I don't. I love that idea though. All right. I just think we need to define what camo. Uh, let's take a break because when we return, we got to talk to my guy, Rajay Harris. He's ready when we are. Found the end zone a couple of times, and uh, we will find him when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday. Back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday Players Lounge edition of the program. Talk to Holton Naylor's great day for Holton on Saturday and a great day for our next guest joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. couple of touchdowns from Rajay Harris on Saturday. As uh, Rajay's found the end zone five times in three games. It's not bad, Rajay. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Fantastic, and uh, congratulations on finding pay dirt a couple of times. Uh, how'd it feel the other night? Another great crowd to play in front of for you guys, Rajay. Yeah, I was definitely surprised, but, you know, Coach Houston, uh, Coach Houston told us it was going to be a big crowd. But, you know, we just didn't know how big of a crowd it was going to be. But, uh, you know, he told us we win, the crowd's going to come out, so... Uh, you know, we got we got everybody behind us, you know, rooting for us. And they came out, and we, we played good. And I'll be honest, I, I kind of looks like the forecast is going to be great for this Saturday that a uh, tropical storm or hurricane is going to go out to sea. And, you know, with the Naval Academy coming to Greenville, they, they travel well, Clip. You know, and there's a lot of folks, uh, not just throughout East North Carolina, but from all over that will come to this game because of their tie to Navy. So I think we're going to have another huge crowd this weekend, especially the Military Appreciation Weekend. So, uh, Roger, it looks like we could have close to another uh, packed house hopefully Saturday night, too, as we keep 
this uh, two-game win streak going hopefully to a three-game win streak. I know you guys are uh, fired up about this positive momentum now for the program. Yes, like I said, man, the crowd's been it's been lovely. You know, just to go out there and just play in front of you know a crowd. You know, back in 2020, we didn't play in front of anybody, so it was kind of you know adjusting for me. It was it was different at first. You know, but man, I love it, and I just I love going out there, just hearing purple gold, or just hearing the chants, and you know, all the fans are just in the game with us, and it's just it's just a great feeling. Rajay, uh, two touchdowns on the ground the other night. Keaton Mitchell had one. Holt Naylor's ran in one as well. We got to see more Marlon Gunn late in the game. How about 270 rushing yards for the team? I know Coach Foster and uh, the offensive coaches had to be pretty pleased with the run game the other night. Uh, what was said uh, yesterday at practice and, and watching film, Rajay, about that performance? Oh, they said we played a pretty good uh, running game. Uh, you always have things to improve on. Um, but, you know, overall, uh, we was aiming for 250, I think, uh, rushing yards. But, uh, you know, we got 270, so we got more than 250. So that's always a positive. Uh, it was just fun out there. Everybody was just having fun. You know, it was great to see Marlon get in there. Uh, he didn't get the touchdown, but uh, he had a, a great run, great run, you know. And it's just, you know, like I told you all before, he's just been working his butt off finally paying off for them. And Rajay, you always shout out your O-line, your teammates for helping you guys do what you do. How about Ryan Jones the other night? I went back and watched uh, one of your touchdown runs because I thought you you broke a bunch of tackles, and I think you broke two on the play. But looking back at it, Ryan Jones blocked three Campbell players at one time to spring you for a touchdown. I, you know the play I'm talking about, I'm sure, but that was, uh, that was very impressive. Yeah, man, just attitude, man. Uh, he loved it. You know, when you love the game, you're going to buy into the game. And, you know, you make plays like that. You know, I don't know how he blocked three people at the same time, but I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for him. You know, he just put his team first. And as you guys can see, you know, it helped. Rajay through three weeks, so you got 13 carries uh, the other night. The great thing about having such a deep backfield with you and Keaton is obviously splitting carries, splitting time, keeping the body fresh. So how are you holding up after three weeks of uh, college football and, and a lot of action so far? I'm great, man. Um, I feel good. You know, I don't have no no injuries, No nothing's bothering me uh, to the point that I have to sit out, and that's just always a positive. Um like I said, I just feel good. You know, the athletic department here, the um, staff, they do a good job. Um, training room, go in there, get treatment, go get seen about. Um, it's just great here. You know, I love it. Shoot, and we just, we're prepared. Rajay Harris joining us, the big 4-7, as uh, he found the end zone a couple of times against Campbell the other night. So, Rajay, uh, as you look ahead to Navy, I've talked to some uh, ECU players of the past that play offense and talk about how boring and stale it can get on the sidelines when Navy is running the ball and going on those seven, eight-minute drives down the field. Uh, so uh, you got to keep yourself loose, I guess, when you, you play a team like Navy that really wants to dominate time of possession. Uh, how are you going to stay loose over there on the sidelines? Hopefully you can get three and outs on defense, of course, but it doesn't always go that way against Navy. Yeah, man, we just got to – first of all, we got to take advantage of every opportunity on offense. We got to score every time we get the ball. Um, and then when we're on the sideline, we just got to encourage the defense, you know, every play just to, you know, get a stop. You know, uh, defense knows they get a stop. We're going to go down and score. You know, you're going to keep doing that, keep doing that. But, uh, you know, like I said, you got to take advantage of every opportunity. 
That's a good point because against Navy, uh, you're not going to get as many chances or run as many plays as you do in a normal game. And, uh, yeah, so so offensive possessions at a premium. Got to make every drive count, uh, Raja. And, and Raja, this is Troy. Uh, Sunday, a work day for you, obviously off on Mondays. Uh, when did you guys start diving into the tape, taking a look at that Navy defense from a couple of their games this year already? Honestly, uh, you know, we finished those film from Campbell yesterday before practice. Um, we kind of jumped into like their scheme yesterday, but uh, you know I've been watching film by myself. But we'll start probably today, later on today. Uh, you know, as a running back group, you know, just watch it. You know, me and Keaton do a good job, but just you know, scheming and just watching film and um, noticing tendencies and stuff like that. So you know, we'll probably jump on it a little early this week. You know, because they they don't had two weeks to prepare for us, so. We just have to, you know, really lock in and really focus up this week to uh, get that one percent. That, that's a great point. I think the same scenario happened last year, if I yep. remember correctly. Navy coming off an open date before East Carolina, having a full two weeks to get ready for ECU, and as we talked to Holton about earlier, Raj. You know, this was a team that took us down to the wire last year. It came down to a field goal. So, even though they're not off to a very good start this season, still a dangerous team, still a very athletic team, and not someone that East Carolina can overlook or uh, take for granted. Very dangerous team. You know, very dangerous. Since I've been here, even before I came here, I knew about Navy. I knew about the attitude they play with, great um, great coaching staff, uh, great quarterback. You know, just defense is just sound, man. It just it's crazy you know you can click on fam you wouldn't think that was two and oh i mean oh and two you know you think they're two and oh you know so um just a great football team we can't go out there thinking that we just gonna run all over them man. we just gotta you gotta work play by play position by position Raja Harris joining us. Raja, you're one of my favorite guys to talk to on the Delcor Players Lounge. It's probably coincidence, but uh, and, and I like talking to you on the phone, but I noticed I haven't seen you in studio since the uh, Bears, Troy's Bears beat your 49ers. Anything to that? Or? <laughs> no, man. That's okay. The case, but you seen the 49ers last I know. Jimmy G back in. Uh, got him a win yesterday. Yeah, I heard about Trey Lance. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Jimmy G got him that his thing, man. All right. I can't, I can't even can't knock him for that one. <laughs> <laughs> just just wondering if that was coincidence or not. Uh, yeah, a legit question. Because if my team lost to the Bears, I'd probably take a month off. I probably wouldn't show up at all. Well, we're going to have an opportunity come later on this season, Clip. Oh, God. That's a bad game. That's not a good game, Washington and Chicago. Believe, is that a Thursday night game? I don't know. They probably won't schedule. even televise it. It probably it's won't even probably be probably why TV. it is a Thursday night game, because it's not on TV anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> dig it up on Amazon somewhere. <laughs> well, Rajay, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Keep up the great work, and uh, have a, a healthy, good week of practice, and uh, we'll see you out there yeah. Saturday night. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, my guys. All right, All right. there it is. Wow. Rajay Harris. There it is. Wow. Tell you what, when my, you get when you get a my guy from Rajay, it really it peps you up. Don't and, and that was a my guys. That was a, a plural. That was a that was a first. Yeah. Appreciate it, my guys. Love it. Wow. That is much respect. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, it's like an audio hug right there. Chandler, get in here. Chandler, we got to talk. <clears throat> we got to have a discussion. Uh, it's funny you say this because I just went. He to was getting YouTube. ready to walk in the studio. <laughs> oh, we can just get right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, All right. We've got twenty six more people watching than we have likes on YouTube. Yep. We've got twelve more people watching than we have likes on Facebook. For a total of thirty eight people sitting there watching, enjoying this program, 
laughing, smiling, getting information, and they haven't hit the like. They probably haven't hit the subscribe. What are we oh, doing? If they, hit, if they haven't hit the like, they definitely haven't hit the subscribe button. What, you, what is going on? What do You what is you know what they're not doing, Clip? They're not smashing the like button, and they're not smashing the sub. That's what's happening. And that is a disgrace. It is. And I would like to thank those on Facebook that are liking and loving us as the numbers grow as we speak. Well, there we go. We've got That's now, what I'm talking about. Kenny Curlings, Trudy Sutton, Jay Searles, Susan Deans, all loving it on Facebook. Oh, and people hit. that like it. Yeah. Kenny, Jonathan, John, Pam, Zach, Bobby, Mike, Stephen, Alan, Adam, as the likes and loves continue to grow on Facebook, too. The number is rising. Do you want to disappoint Xavier Smith? I don't. I don't either. If I was you and I was enjoying this program, I would hit like for Xavier Smith. Yes. But that's the kind of person I am. Me what too. kind of person are you? I don't yeah. know. Maybe you were raised different than I was. Yeah. Maybe you want Xavier and, Smith to be mad at and you. And here's the thing. And yeah. we're going to call your name out and tell Xavier mm-hmm. who is not liking it. You mm-hmm. know how much it costs to do this clip? How much? Probably 5 10 20 bucks. It should. Yeah. Nothing. We do this absolutely for free My 99 God. Are you kidding me? No cost. And you know how long it takes? How long? A half second clip, if that. Man. Laziness. Is that too hard to ask? No cost and no time? I hate that we have to do this, but every time we do, we bully people do we, into liking. And yeah, it works. Yeah. We do did we that have Saturday to night. beg you to subscribe? Sometimes you yes, gotta we bully. do, and we will if we need to. All right, the numbers have gone up quite a bit, so let's keep them going. Keep the likes rolling. It's like a telethon you don't have to donate to. No, no money. All we're right. asking is a finger and a click and a smash and a like or a love, and you can be part of this, people. One of the easiest things you'll do today. And you'll feel great about it after you do it. Do it for the kids. <laughs> do it for the kids. That's right. Xavier Smith uh, joining us. What's up, X? What's going on? Good we'll, to see you, man. We'll talk to you after this time out. Are you, has it gotten chilly outside? You, you were know, bundled it's, up it's like it is November. He is always wearing <laughs> some. Like, yeah. yeah. He's ready to go. I tell you what, fall is like th- oh, Thursday. It's officially fall. You're ready to roll. Yes, always. I love the cold. We will talk to X and uh, talk about the win over Campbell. Look ahead to Navy, that option attack and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. Join Tommy Club. You can wash as often as you like for one low monthly price. I save money and time. We're Tommy's Express. At the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road, Greenville. Mow like a pro with Hustler Turf Zero Turn Mowers. They engineer their mowers to be maintenance and service friendly for the everyday homeowner while not sacrificing the build and cut quality they're known for. From the heavy duty frame to the welded steel deck to their trademark smooth track steering, Hustler Turf Zero Turn Mowers deliver professional grade cut quality for a perfectly manicured lawn. Come into Ron Ayers Motorsports to see the Hustler difference for yourself today. Ron Ayers Motorsports, Highway 11, north of the airport in Greenville. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that utilizes fresh and local ingredients. With influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy dollar-off drafts on Tuesday, half-price flights on Wednesday, half-price wine bottles on Thursday, and dollar oysters Tuesday through Friday from 530 to 7. For more details, check out their website at daphousenc.com. 
Hello, Pirate Nation. This is Kyle Gaines at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We are growing, so is our service department. We're adding more space to provide a faster, more affordable service for you. Come sit down with our team and let us customize your next Jeep or truck. Have the freedom to pick out your own lift, wheels, and tires, and more. Drive a little, save a lot when it comes to customizing your next vehicle. We're at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, located off 264 West in Washington, North Carolina. And online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. University PC Care has been the Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. Your office deserves a proactive tech support approach instead of always reacting to issues after the damage is done. You need BizCare. BizCare tech support and cybersecurity plans keep you ahead of potential issues and much safer from cyber threats like ransomware. What's at your office? Call William today to schedule your free BizCare consultation or learn more at universitypccare.com. While you're sleeping, our whole hogs are slow cooking over wood to create that bite that Eastern North Carolina is known for. I'm Sam Jones, and for more than three generations, my folks have been the torchbearers for what whole hog barbecue is supposed to be. At Sam Jones, you'll find plenty of smoke, but no mirrors. Everything, and I mean everything, is made fresh daily, including our sides, sweets, and sauces. Come on over and see us at Sam Jones Barbecue, and I bet you'll be able to taste our passion in just one bite. Sam Jones Barbecue, Fire Tower Road. Pirate Radio. We'll strap it on with anybody, anywhere. It doesn't matter. I know this. I want to win or lose with the group that we have in our locker room. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. Charlie Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Troy D alongside. And East Carolina linebacker Xavier Smith joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Xavier, congrats on another win. How you doing today, man? Doing great. Body could feel better, but everything feel better well, after a win you say you're an old man now and I so uh that's just part of life i guess yes sir <laughs> uh xavier uh good game by the defense after campbell scored what 10 quick points mm-hmm. able to shut him out uh the rest of the game another dominant second half so uh once again feeling good about the second half how about the start have you guys talked about that since Saturday? yeah i mean i know for me personally i could have did some things better to uh help the team i missed a tackle on the quarterback early that you know he got a throw off to convert a good uh, momentum play for them so you know it's a lot of pulling the thumbs of you know even though they only had 10 points you know we shoot for the stars you know the sky's limit but we shoot for the stars so we always look back and see what we can do better and obviously having that play having them score fast like that it wasn't a good feeling for us to win and we talked about him saturday night after the game but we'll mention it here uh hodge malik williams pretty dang impressive 300 yards passing and also those rushing yards he was slippery man he's a heck of a player yeah i had to shake his hand after the game i had to make sure i found him i was like yeah "Yeah, you you hell of a player well i think too you know campbell coming out of the gate hot you know Mm -hmm. that sometimes you know you're not expecting that they kind of throw you for a little bit of a loop and i know some folks were like "Uh oh what what have we got ourselves into here but i think you guys staying composed 
exposed and mm-hmm. just kind of taking care of business and uh, literally coming from behind is, yeah. is sometimes what you have to do mm-hmm. you know it definitely was uh it wasn't that they took us by surprise because we knew how they were going to come in here they're just a good football team you know uh coach houston tells us a lot of the time anyone on our schedule can beat us and we can beat anyone on our schedule you know we just have to play hard for four quarters and you know we kept our composure we was down a little bit we could have folded but you know we uh rallied with each other you know the unity on the team is outstanding and we bounced back Five tackles for Xavier Smith on Saturday, credited anyway. Mm-hmm. Do the stats keepers do a good job of keeping up with your tackles? Do you feel like you got more? I ain't gonna say nah, okay, he, he had more. <laughs> he feels like he had more. Yeah. Uh, and you did it in front of another solid crowd, Xavier, and that really helps out the defense. Obviously, people are allowed standing up third down, fourth down, but uh, that was a heck of a crowd Saturday. Yeah, it's definitely fun seeing, uh, you know, bringing Pirate football back, you know, the fans – coming to support us more than they ever have before and you know we're putting a product that you know people want to see and come definitely see a person we, we were talking during the break you know you're one of these five-year guys you've, you've seen kind of the whole cycle now of mm-hmm. you you know some of the darkest days and hopefully some of the best days uh yeah. still in front of us and you talked about just a moment ago unity uh you know i'd refer to it as team chemistry it seems like this team and every team every year is different as far as how chemistry is and it's not one of those things you can necessarily coach or define or mm-hmm. it's, you either have it or you don't yeah. many times this team and you're there every day Xavier, but this team seems to have that chemistry that sets you up for success. Is that, would you say that's correct? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, definitely being here for five years, being here with other guys has been here multiple years. You know, once you play with these guys years after years after years, this is a level of trust and understanding that, you know, comes without coaching. You just know the guy you got across from, you know who's playing with you, you know their ins and outs, you know, I can rely on him to do this if I don't you know make this play so it's all about trust and just doing your job at that point and that's what it comes down to is football is a team sport and adding on to that the the transfer portal which credit to you xavier you've stuck it out here through some some tough times but bringing in uh, a chance Bates on defense and on the offensive side you look at what winstead and jalen johnson have done you guys have brought in these upperclassmen to fit them in and you hadn't been with them for four or five years you've been with them for four or five months at this point yeah. but they, they feel like you're your brothers now i would imagine yeah i mean you come here and it's hard to you know not fit in because you know everyone's just accepted we're allowed to have personality and you know it's no shame for you know the person you are everyone loves each other equally and it's just a great environment uh there's no individuals is more team focused now and you can tell uh that there's no me guys on the team that's worried about personal goals uh, well, obviously, everyone has personal goals. Right. But they know that's all obtained through uh, team goals. And, you know, we're not really focused on that. We're focused on winning each week. All right. Got a uh, question here from Facebook. Alan's asking. It's kind of a uh, uniform question. So, a lot of now, you know, we've had a stripe out. We've had, mm-hmm. what was it, a gold out. There's going to be a purple out at some point, a blackout. And now, uh, it, this is news to me, Clip. Thanks to you for bringing this up. I had no idea. Uh, this weekend is a whiteout, they are saying. So um, I guess you guys will be dressed in, in all white for the game. Uh, Alan's wondering what color combo would you like if you could choose, hey, what's your favorite color combo? Is it all one solid color or is it a mix of you know purple gold? What, what do you prefer if you said, hey, man, where this is going to be Xavier Day? What do you get to pick? Um, I'm going to go all black. The all black I mean, you know, I'm just like all black. Yeah. Uh, but any solid color, you know, I, I can rock with all white, all purple, 
all black because then you can just like tie in the other colors with I, accessories. I, I love the all black unis mm-hmm. and I kind of like them with the chrome purple helmets. Yeah, I, I think like that it. is a sweet look. Mm-hmm. Purple we get chrome some helmets, shiny purple cleats. Yes, shiny <laughs> chrome cleats <laughs> and all black unis. Yeah. While we're talking fashion, uh, I don't like that the chrome helmets don't match the jerseys very well. It's like two shades of well, purple. That's, it, and it bugs me. It's hard to do. I mean, I'll, I'll give them a break on that. Yeah. It's hard to match chrome and fabric a lot right. of times. I will give them, you know, I know how hard the equipment staff folks work. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that's out of their realm of control. Fine. You know, that's I'm not a, blaming that's anyone. I'm just saying I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've learned to accept it that there are different shades of purple, yeah. and sometimes it's hard to get a perfect match. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you've learned to accept yeah. that. I'm just, but I'm you willing. can't wear a white shirt on Saturday. Xavier, don't you get fired up when we do these shirt <laughs> games and everybody's wearing gold and yeah. striped? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's some older people out there that just whine and complain. <laughs> they're they're curmudgeons is what they are, and they just they want to be nonconformist. <laughs> and they're really, you know, those are the type of people that just need to get it together. <laughs> I would agree with just that. Do what they're told. <laughs> All right. Anyway. People drive me crazy crazy so uh white helmets you think on uh saturday hopefully we'll see we'll see do you like we'll the see. white helmets um i don't think i've seen the white helmet yet yeah yes i did i seen it once but it was like a, a prototype or something i don't know i want to see it. i'm excited okay. Just excited and, and look i don't want to get in trouble here and so don't say anything but just to confirm there is a video going around of the player seeing something well, and reacting to it, it yeah. and getting excited about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't show what you guys were looking at. All it said was September 25th, which I'm assuming will be the day all this is unveiled is because that a- that's a Sunday. So I believe it's going to be unveiled on a Sunday. Why else would they put September 25th? Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. But is were they were you guys looking at a uniform? Uh yeah, we were looking at a uniform. You don't we have to say been, anything we else. Been looking at a helmet. Okay. Could have been looking at some cleats. Okay. Okay. Right. Been so it's a uniform item or items. Yeah, items. Yeah. Okay. All right. Different things. You know, get us something excited. that will be seen by fans later this yeah, season. Something that yeah. you guys Ever. will have the same reaction. And I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want Xavier to get in trouble. So <laughs> I think we should stop it there. But I just wanted to make sure. All right. People I, knew I it. have heard rumors about what this could be, and this is not from you, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, he hadn't um, told us anything. No. Uh. Uh-uh. But I, I don't. It gets me fired up, Clip, if it's what I think it is. Okay. And you know what gets me fired up when we talk ECU football. We should do a video of you pretending to look at it and getting excited. <laughs> well, yeah. now, nowadays, with, with our team that we have assembled yeah, and the technology that we have. We could green we screen could, Xavier could, and his teammates behind I could actually be in the meeting with them and we could make that happen we tomorrow from what I understand. So, All right. It'd be yeah. a lot less cool then, but we could still do it. That'd be fun. Uh, did you ask the question? Yeah, you did. Yeah, All black. He said All black. black. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm on board with that. I like it too. I think and we are point. having a blackout later this year. We are against so. UCF, ironically, who wears black. Yeah. Well, on the road they'll wear the the white. Yeah. Unis. But okay. Fair. Uh, two and one, Xavier, and uh, you get ready for Navy. So Navy, they're known for the the low blocks and the chips and chops, whatever you guys want to call them. But chop block. Is that more about? Is that the D lineman, or is that you got to worry about that as a linebacker as well? I mean, the rule changed, so now. It's a little bit different where you can uh, cut block on the field. So I think it changed their game up a little bit, but they still play hard and they make up for it But by the way they play. So it obviously affects the way they, you know, run their offense. But, 
you know, it doesn't affect their effort. They're a hard-nosed football team, you know, a great football team. You don't see the option that much anymore in college football. This is what they do. That's mm-hmm. kind of their thing. So it's like the only time you may come across it. Yeah. How hard is it to prepare for this? Um, it's definitely a challenge each week because, you know, we only see it once a year. So, you know, we've been working on them for a while now, just bits and pieces just to keep it sharp in our heads and stay toned up for when we have to come play them because, you know, it's the read option. In high school, yeah. I hated it. In college, <laughs> I hated it. Like, But, you know, if the night broke, don't fix it. So, Xavier, you uh, snapped a long losing streak to Navy last year, so you got to win over them. But you, now you can be the first uh, part of the first team to ever beat them here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Navy, ECU's never beaten a, uh, Navy in, in Greenville. Stadium. Wow. So, I don't know if I realized that stat either until today. Yeah. yeah. So, How does that make you feel? not great it makes me nervous <laughs> so uh but we got the defense to yeah, do it. but yeah, i with, do. but with this guy leading the defense with others i feel confident so you work on this uh xavier spring ball like fall camp like you basically year round you're mm-hmm. kind of talking about the option we're yeah, going for sure what's your responsibility like main responsibility at linebacker tackle to die tackle the dive. actually it's, it's different i can't expose the game plan but you know some different things we could do uh to give them some different looks. I'm excited about the game plan. I'm excited to play them. Awesome. I, I know in the past, in past games, I think this was, you know, this was a a coach ago. I mm-hmm. think sometimes you would not you. I think our defense would over pursue, mm-hmm. where they'd be so aggressive in trying to stop the run, they'd go too far. The mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, yeah, you know, it's the, tricky. The, like it's hard like, with them because yeah. you want to like get after it, mm-hmm. but you got to be able to throttle it a little bit back yeah. in case they cut back on you. Mm-hmm. Especially like the linemen know exactly where they're going, and like, and we don't know which way they're going. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they low key already have the upper hand because they know where they're going right now, and we have to react off their movement. But you know, it'll be a fun game to play and a fun game to watch. Sure. Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, we'll let you go so we can chat with your running mate, Miles Berry. But uh, good luck this week at uh, practice uh, Saturday. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Xavier Smith joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a break, come back, talk to Pirate linebacker Miles Berry coming up to kick off hour two of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. So, how does short points work? Well, at Jersey Mike's, six regular number 13s plus three giant number 7s equals a free regular number 13. So, Pepsi and Lay's now earn more points for its free subs. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All right, thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt here. Troy D. alongside East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry joining us in the Delcor Players Lounge. And I went by my parents' house on Friday, and my mom said, I want to I wanna go by there on my Monday and, and meet the players. 
I was like, Mom, I, you're my mom, so I can't tell you what to do, but I'd rather you not. Wait, I'd love she's, to have Miss Brock with she, us here. Said, I wanna, in fact, I'd like to bring her in studio. She's here. She'll do a segment with us. She said, I want to meet Miles Berry. I like Miles. <laughs> I was like, I know, Mom. Everybody likes Miles. <laughs> what about me? I'm your son. <laughs> yeah. Miles, you have another fan. You got a lot uh, of fans out there. Hey, well, that's, that's great to hear. That's <laughs> great to hear. Now, that's a good thing. Clip's mom likes you better than him. Yeah, well, <laughs> and for good reason. We're probably. not going to go that far. We're Miles, go that Miles far. has never let her down. I don't <laughs> that's right. That's true. Uh, but Miles, good to see you in here, man. And uh, coming off a win, you usually yes, have a smile on your face either way. But most winning definitely. helps the smile, right? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, it was great to get a big win. Um, you know, against Campbell, they were they were a good opponent. Uh, but it's great to you know get a win at home, especially. And we talked to uh, Xavier about it. They jumped out, got a lead, then mm-hmm. jumped up to, uh, what, 10-7 lead. And yeah. you guys are looking up like, all right, well, let's go. And uh, didn't give up a point the rest of the game. Yeah. So how about the responding from their early uh, offensive attack? Yeah, really just uh, really hats off to the quarterback. You know, he made some he made some great plays early. And, uh, you know, we just had to get settled, get settled into the defense and, and really start playing our game of football. And once that happened, you know, they didn't score again. So... Yeah, just uh, now going into these next couple of weeks, we're just going to make sure we jump out fast, you know, and so those leads don't uh, start as early as they did. And um, But, yeah, hats off to the defense. You know, we, we played a great game, and offense were putting up some major points on the board. We were talking to Xavier earlier mm-hmm. about, you know, this uh, unique s- scenario that you're coming up against this weekend with Navy mm-hmm. and, and this option that you don't get yeah. to see very often. Probably the only time this year you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing different this week to try and prepare it, to stop it, and make sure you guys can uh, be successful on the defensive side? Well, really, we've been we've been working on Navy since really around camp, honestly, just like little by little because we knew that this week was approaching. Uh, but really, it's a, it's a fundamental week. You know, you got to be technically sound and, and really read your keys because Navy runs that offense so seamlessly and so efficiently. You know, you, we really got to be – you can't play like the yellow football, kind of how you, you might be used to playing. You really have to be sounding your keys. So really, that's the main emphasis, that and tackling. You know, we got to tackle. We got to get those dudes on the ground because they're a ground and pound football team. Big week for the uh, scout team to give you a good look and and I wanted to bring this up because Blake Harrell really shouted out I think he said Ryan Stubblefield last week did a good job at scout quarterback but Mm -hmm. he said the scout team O-line is as good as it's ever been and Mm -hmm. and when you have depth uh, you've got some good players down there on the scout team so how about them to this point Miles and obviously like I said a big week this week but how much are those guys helping you out? Uh, tremendously you know that's that's how we we get better and that's how we get our looks on a week-to-week basis you know they have to give us the great looks they have to be coming off the ball flying off the ball giving us a great look so we really see how it's going to be on Saturdays you know so yeah hats off to our scout team they they do a tremendous job and they they practice very hard and they they give us the best looks we can so it's not like we're going against scout team members you know it's it's like we're, we're going against good on good almost you know so uh yeah they they give us a great look and, and we're ready very blessed to have them. Played a wild one against Navy last year that ended with the Owen Daffer field yes, goal, sir. but a whole lot happened in that football game, back yeah. and forth, and they got up uh, two possessions. Pirates come back. Uh, it was a it was a crazy one. What do you remember about that one from last year? Really, uh, like you said, all of that, just the the roller coaster ride of events that happened. Uh, it was just a very exciting game, uh, and that was just kind of a game where you look back and you like you got to play to the to the final whistle, you know. Uh, but yeah, playing Navy, it's always a game like that. You you know they're they're always a very physical, fast football team, and um, they're they're very 
discipline. That's one thing I always remember about Navy, that they're a very disciplined football team, so we have to be tremendously disciplined in our approach also. And uh, speaking of which, we talked about this. We got calls about it after the game. East Carolina, lack of penalties this year. Yeah. And and part of that is and, and I said this, I'll get your take on it, but sometimes when you're overmanned, you're, you commit penalties because a guy will beat you and an offensive lineman will have to hold or on defense yeah. you'll have to tackle a receiver while the ball's in the air. So first of all, you guys are toe-to-toe as good or better than your opponent but also maturity discipline that's got to factor in so how do you kind of put your finger on the lack of penalties for you guys this year honestly like you just said experience and discipline you know where being an older football team uh, I know I always kind of emphasize that every week but being an older football team we know what mistakes we can't make you know and to uh lead to those losses you know and and those losses that we had last year a lot of those losses were due to penalties you know we extended drives on defense due to penalties and we also were hurt offensively due to penalties so limiting those penalties and being a more sound disciplined team is is helping us be better and be more fundamental and i think it's leading to those victories ecu linebacker miles berry join us inside the players lounge and uh, miles i look back at the you know first three games and i look at the second half how dominant East Carolina is. And it really kind of reminds me of, you know, the 91 season, East Carolina won games in the fourth quarter having come from behind because they were in better shape. They were better conditioned and they just kind of eventually took over the game when other teams were running out of gas. This is a team that seems is a second, has been a second half team. I mean, it really kind of steps on the gas after halftime is that is this conditioning is this oh you know all the work you guys put in the offseason this is kind of what you're seeing the dividends of that now? most definitely yeah big shout out to uh, coach big john he we've been training very hard this season and we also have the depth you know so not only are we conditioned but we also have the depth to be able to rotate and get guys in and out so it's not the same legs on the field out at the um all four quarters you know? I, I think that's a great point because i don't yes, think sir. we've always had that so no, I mean, this this is a year we're finally you know the two deep is a strong two deep very strong two deep you know the two deep is as strong as the one deep so being able to rotate those guys in and out you know we never drop a beat and that's why in the fourth quarter where maybe the opponent is starting to get very fatigued and tired we're not we're still rolling because we haven't we played four quarters but we technically haven't played four quarters yep. if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh troy uh, if my math is correct and i'm a communications guy not a math guy but i uh, compiled the numbers uh the other night, East Carolina outscoring opponents this year, sixty-four to thirteen in the second half. That's yeah, pretty dominant. It, it, it's awesome, and uh, I'd love to see that trend continue. And yes, I, sir. That's, what, that's what you guys. You guys are looking for a shutout every time you walk on the field. Yeah, so. we're we're just trying to stack days. You know, we're trying to stack wins, and uh, we're we're not settling. You know, we're not settling for those. Um, for those shutouts in the second half, you know, we want to be better. You know, we always want to keep improving and we want to win the conference. That's, that's, that's the goal. That's Coach Miles Berry saying the same thing Coach Blake Harrell said last week. <laughs> yeah. and you get it from the top, but yes, he said, make tomorrow's practice better than today's. Make gotcha. uh, Saturday's game better than last week. And you know what? That's a pretty good mindset to have, right? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Uh, that's kind of our motto is 1% in everything we do, trying to get 1% better. And that, that, that goes from on a daily basis where there's waking up and being one percent and to practice and then lead into the football games on saturday miles we've had uh, some uniform talk on the show today okay. which is always interesting i was informed earlier that uh, saturday is a white out for east carolina yes, you guys are being all white fans encouraged to wear uh white to the game we had some folks wondering on our facebook live feed what is your favorite color combination if, if it's miles berry day and you get to pick the uniform combination what would it be I'm interested to see how the all white is going to look um, because 
that's a, that's just a real crispy angelic look, you know. Uh, but I'll go I'll go blackout. I, I love the blackout, um, especially at night, you know, under yeah. the lights, black. And our our black is not even really a black; it's more of like a dark charcoal, mm-hmm. you know. But when you wear the all black accessories, black sleeves, black cleats, man, with the black matte helmets, it's just yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see under the light. So I'm a, I'm gonna go all black, or maybe even all all black with the gold pants. That's that's a look we haven't. Uh, released yet, but we might uh, keep them stay stay in touch. We might and, we might be wearing that. And they did soon. release something to you guys the other day. They put a video out there of y'all. Oh yeah, we have a we have a reveal coming up. I can't t- say too much about it, but it's definitely a reveal. Is it for homecoming? Soon. I'm not going to say too much about it. I know it's the it's going to be released on September 25th, I believe. Right. Uh, but That's yeah, this we'll Sunday. we'll yeah. be we'll be we'll be wearing whatever was revealed uh, very soon. All right, but yeah, well done stay on that, too. by the way too. Yeah, yeah he gotta, gave us a little bit, but didn't say anything. Yeah, so you got to yeah. you got to just wait. He's for He's like it. a coach. You got to wait for it. <laughs> um, and we you so you've never worn the all whites, uh, white on white on white. See, miles. we we. Since I've been here, we've never had white helmets. Okay. So every time we went all white, we've had purple helmets. So I'm interested to see what this weekend is. I've heard some rumors, but I don't want to say too much. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it might be a true all white. We know we don't. And Troy hates him because we associate losing some games in those. Well, games. I heard about the curse. It's a yeah, little I mean, curse. Was, that, we, we hadn't had a great record yeah. in the white helmets, and I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm just saying I, I do think we finally won a game. Yeah, in the white helmets. So we it, we played UConn in them so we could get a win, yeah, which was a true. great idea. Right. So, so yeah. at least it, I can't say we've never won a game. Yeah. But I, you know, I, and maybe that's part of it. But I just I don't know I like the purple I like the the black helmets well, I would love tuned. to see stay what tuned. a gold helmet for East Carolina stay tuned that's you know? all I'm gonna say stay tuned stay tuned well and I have no idea if we have a gold helmet but wouldn't that be cool yeah I saw a uh, high school helmet and I tweeted it out one of those is Atlanta it's a team that uses a pirate nickname Laney? or something but they had a gold helmet like basically with ECU's old logo yeah and it looked pretty awesome that would look cool but uh, was yeah. it a Notre Dame gold or more of a yellow nah it was more of a yellow yeah mm-hmm. that looks sweet yeah. All right, we got to get your uh, computer fixed here. Yeah, we're having some that. technical difficulties. Uh, Miles, good game statistically the other night. I think seven tackles, a tackle for loss, half a sack, and you were credited with one pass breakup. Yes, sir. Uh, Chandler and I watching the game in the stands are crediting you with a dropped interception. Dropped in it on the pass breakup? Yes. Nah, I can't. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> nah, you got a yeah, hand on it. I got it. Yeah, I got a hand on it, but I'm definitely trying to definitely trying to get a, a pick six uh, or at least an interception this year. It's, it's coming soon. No, I feel it coming. Nah, we saw the replay and we were like, okay, yeah. yeah. Probably <laughs> All right, here, here's the defensive question for you. Okay, you can have one, and you only get one per game. Okay, interception or fumble recovery. And you you advance the ball the same, like so you pick it up if it's a fu- if you score a p- if it's a pick six on interception or you pick up the fumble and score. I'm not gonna lie which to w- you. You'd rather have an interception or fumble recovery. You can only have one. What is it? You gotta have a pick six. Yeah, I'm Easy. sorry. Yeah, because yeah. that shows that shows everybody you got hands. Also, <laughs> like you know a lot of a lot of defensive players get the stereotype that we can't catch, but if you catch the ball and then also score it, it's like you know yeah. best of both worlds there. So I'm gonna definitely go pick six. Yeah. What's uh, what's the key for a linebacker when you take on this option offense, Miles? You got to do a lot of different things, I'm yes, sure. Sir. But is there one particular thing you're focusing on? Really, just great eyes. Like I said, trusting our keys and our fundamentals. Whatever, uh, either the B back or the A back, whoever we're locked on. Uh, you know, just trusting our eyes, and then 
being downhill and being very physically and tackling. Yeah, that's the main thing as a linebacker, just stopping the run, tackling the dive, and let everything else in the back end work itself out. But main thing is trusting your eyes and um, playing your keys and, and stopping the run. And you said your body's doing pretty well. We asked you yes, off sir. the air. You said you're feeling good. And, and that's a good thing because this Navy game, this could be like a 15, 18, 20 tackle yeah, man. game for It's going to be a very physical game. Yeah. So this year, I'm just making sure I'm taking care of my body and um, – you know, just making sure I'm, I'm eating right and doing everything I need to do because it's definitely going to be a very physical game for me and i uh, got to play my best. Mike wants to add on to the pick six versus fumble question. Okay. He says, what if you cause? What if you strip, scoop, and score? Ooh. Does that change your answer? That's kind of everything right yeah. there. You get that a little bit of everything. everything. That's, a, that's a beautiful stat line right there. <laughs> uh, if, if I tackle him, strip the ball, recover the ball and score with it, I'm going to definitely go with that because that's just okay. that's a lot of stats right there. I need that. It's kind of like a game of poker. You know, you got the, what hand is the highest? Yeah. Best hand. That's the highest. Sure. And then a pick six would be next and then a fumble recovery. Well, your, yeah. uh, your scoop and score is a flush and the right. straight would be the interception and the yeah. straight flush would be the Sack, fumble, yeah, scoop, that's score. a that's a that's a lot of stats. I'm gonna need that. All right, yes, sir. Miles Barry joining us. Miles, uh, I've caught up on House of Dragons. I'm not caught up, so oh, don't say okay. anything. Right, I have to I watch you. it tonight. Yeah, uh, I was wow. busy last night doing some homework, so I have to catch up tonight on it. I'm gonna be watching it as soon as we're done with meetings later this afternoon. For folks tuning in now that haven't heard our preseason interview with you, okay, so let people know again. You know, you are a student athlete. Yes, sir. And you uh, have excelled in the class classroom what you're studying again so i got my uh bs last december in industrial logistics and supply chain and now i'm getting my master's i graduate in may and i'm um, technology management yeah all i just happen to you know have a hobby of football too yes sir <laughs> you have described yourself as a cool nerd yeah definitely yeah. a cool nerd i love learning i love uh just learning about the world and how the world works but i also love playing football in my off time his phone is all espanol Spanish. yes yes completely in spanish you are bilingual yeah yes. That's, so I, to me that is the most there. amazing thing because i don't even think i could figure out how to dial out you could <laughs> i would be struggling Sí, yo soy totalmente fluente en la lengua de español y uh, puedo hablar con cualquier alguien. This guy's going places. <laughs> this guy's going places. I'm telling you, keep an yeah. eye on Miles Berry. <laughs> forget football. I'm just talking about going places in life. Hey man, God willing, man, just trying to trying to be the best of me I can be. Miles, uh, always fun to talk with you, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me. Good luck this week. Yes, and, sir. Uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Miles Berry, Pirate Linebacker inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a timeout, come back, have more for you on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday. 
Great to chat with Holton Aylers, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, Isaiah Winstead still set to join us. And um, Shirley, I know I asked Chandler earlier, did you uh, did you call Jeremy Lewis at 11 today? No. Was I supposed to? No, I was. And no. I didn't. Oops. And I was hoping one of y'all would have my back. <laughs> nope, that was a me mistake. And I talked to Jeremy, and he was busy the remainder of the day. So it is not his fault that he's not joining us today. That is all on me, and I will take that. And I will, we'll try to get him on another day later this week um, because he did a belly-to-belly suplex on a dude the other night that I wanted to talk about. That was uh, beautiful. It was. It Um, was beautiful. But Jeremy is putting in the work both in the classroom and the field today, so uh, hopefully we can catch up with him. We will have Isaiah Winstead. Another good game for Isaiah. Just got to find the end zone. That's all he hasn't done so far this year, but he has been fantastic. Uh, Really had fun with my teammates on Saturday. It was a great Bud Light pregame tailgate, and – was that like one of the more it was so fun was that one of the more fun feel-good editions of the fifth quarter we've had in a long time it's definitely been the best one since i've started doing post game and game day coverage with you guys and it's been a couple years and uh that was definitely a very feel-good let's have some fun and enjoy this awesome win uh episode of the fifth quarter and when people ask me like so what what kind of show do you normally have and and, uh, with the calls and i'll say if if the game goes as it's expected to, we'll see less calls than if it doesn't. What I mean by that, if East Carolina is big underdogs and they win, you know, we'll have a, an awesome show. If they're favorites and they lose, we'll have a show where people call in and complain. Like ECU was supposed to take care of Campbell. They did. And we still had 30-plus calls. We went three whatever hours. And people are into it, man. It yeah. just goes to show you. As uh, hey Troy D joining us here yeah. in the pirate. Hey Troy, hey welcome back, welcome in. Uh, no, I was just I was just going to add in what you guys were talking about. I was talking to Miles Barry off the air, and I think one of the cool things about really kind of the end of last season and now this season, ECU football is fun again. And I think when I say that, I mean we always had a good time tailgating. We were always going to do programming no matter what pregame and postgame. But when I see like my twin boys that are fourteen years old, that. They always love the tailgate, but sometimes in the past years, when ECU football wasn't as exciting, they may or may not want to stay for a second half or you know be excited about game or have friends that want to come with them. I've seen a change this season, Clip, and I talk about this all the time about you know how you capture fans, and especially at a formative age, like at 14 years old. Yeah. All of a sudden, ECU football's cool. Yeah. It's fun. All their friends from high school want to be here. Um, it, not only do they want to tailgate, they want to come to the game. They want to stay to the end. And I'm telling you, it hasn't always been like that. They also this have is, a college decision to make in a few years. Correct. And now all of a sudden, I'm talking to other kids and their friends going, man, this would be a fun place to go to school. This is a cool, like, this is how you recruit the next generation. That's why I say football is more than just a game. It is your recruiting for the university in many ways. And it is the one sport where you can get close to 50,000 people in a stadium and sell the university. Um, and I'm telling you, I'm seeing that change now. I'm seeing that change where people are excited, even the younger generation about ECU football, where they don't go, who cares about that? It's cool to be an ECU football fan again, especially if you're a kid. How many people called in the other night and the first thing they said was, well, I, don't, I don't really have anything to complain about tonight. 
I'm like, well, I mean, it's not the fifth quarter complaint show. You can call in and say compliments. People have been hey, beaten down so I, bad over the years. Correct. They think it's a complaint it's, show. It's, they, they really think that the only thing you can do is complain. <laughs> no. well, it has been therapy where people have just told us all their problems and all our problems. And now that we're starting to fix those problems and get things to happen, you must have to retrain right. the Pirate Nation that, hey, we can also point out the good things that are going on. Yep. And this is the positives. And this is the fun part of the program. And, you know, we've been through those dark, that dark storm, and now there's sunshine. Let's enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, and people were, and uh, it was awesome. Kudos to, again, the crowd in the stands, but also our fifth quarter callers and people on uh, Facebook, YouTube. We had a blast on Saturday I night. Felt, I found myself several times just looking around the stadium on Saturday evening, and especially the student section. Yeah, the boneyard. great boneyard. Yeah. Uh, That's why I was just, smiling so much, guys. I was just so happy. unbelievable. Just, I they, couldn't get Chandler to stop smiling. But the other thing is, it's not just, you know, 14-year-olds or younger kids. It's students that are at school right now. You know, there's many students that went to school during the Scotty Montgomery days where barely saw, you know, a competitive game. That would be me. Chandler was one of them. Uh, now students, if they run, you know, if they can keep this thing going and all of a sudden the students are behind this thing and it's fun and exciting, they get hooked like I got hooked when I was a student in the early 90s, you know. So that is what winning does. That's why this is so important to keep it going. It's what App State has, quite honestly. App State has captured that and been able to do it with multiple coaches, by the way. Um, they have been able to build it as a program. And I think ECU is kind of back in that mode again where – Mike Houston has done an incredible job to build this thing from what he took over, what he inherited, to where it is now. And then the question is, can they keep it rolling? Whether Mike Houston is here, whether Mike Houston is not here. Can ECU keep this thing going? But right now, all that matters is this season and really this week. I do agree. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but let's enjoy the ride and let's hopefully get out of September with a 3-1 and record. Shirley, let's hear uh, one of those calls again. We played a little bit of this uh, earlier when Holton was on. This was a caller calling in who basically uh, had to, to get on himself about making a, uh, a bad projection of Holton Aylers in the past, and it was quite funny, but uh, we'll play the whole call here. This is from the fifth quarter the other night. All right, we go next to Don in Raleigh. Hey, Don. Hey, how's it going? Uh, man, I just mainly calling to uh, congratulate uh, Holton Aylers on uh, all the, those records he set today. Um, I also <laughs> wanted to kind of bring up uh, something I called in about uh, probably three, four years ago. Um, we, uh, you know, back when times were a little tough, uh, <laughs> called in uh, saying, what do, you, what do you think we should do with Aylers? Uh, you know, maybe we can make him a tight end or something. <laughs> and, uh, I'm so glad I, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, nobody nobody listened to anything I had to say. Well, you you weren't alone, Don, but uh yeah, there were there were a few people saying position change and things like that. Now he's a record breaker, 17 of 20 tonight, 263, three touchdowns, no interceptions, also had a rushing touchdown uh, for the Pirates. That makes me think, yeah. you know, where where would this program and where how would Holton's career have kind of been painted that picture uh, if he was at tight end i can tell you if they said move to tight end he'd be playing quarterback for another school yeah yeah somewhere yeah it's probably good yeah good point don anything else man any other terrible predictions or demands <laughs> you had you want to talk about <laughs> oh I, i'm just happy with uh with the way they played uh you know the you know we usually would play down to opponents and uh 
they they just stuck to it and and got it done and that's that's what matters great call the other night from don in raleigh well i give him credit for recognizing that uh, he was wrong we all make mistakes and uh, his assessment was incorrect and i i the brought back some members clip i remember getting in some heated discussions with friends of mine and i've got some uh, text messages saved from friends of mine that with this very discussion where i was kind of defending holden and they were uh wanting to make a change or somewhat being very negative towards him and i think he has proven everybody wrong with his play that that was a doubter uh at the time and i think that's all he could do and that's what he talked about doing you know that that and he's always conducted himself a class and uh you know i think too i remember you know a few years ago when there were some tough times the offensive you know he was he had like a half second to do anything if you remember i remember one year clip saying tom brady could be our quarterback and he wouldn't do much better because he had no time so a lot of it is ecu has fixed some of its problems they've revamped the offensive line they've got incredible weapons around him and in receivers and running backs and tight ends and I, I think it's all kind of come together right now that he can showcase his talents i think the talent's always been there but now it's a chance for him to really shine and let everybody in the nation see what he's capable of. Speaking of uh, text messages and, and bad projections, you did say you wanted I gotta, to I gotta go. apologize on air. You've already yeah, apologized. I'm sorry. Do you? I mean, you said you wanted to do it again. I know, I did. I, I feel remorseful. Well, do you, well, go ahead. Yeah, I feel I was a little like uh, overzealous in my enthusiasm with the Bears 1-0 start over a good 49ers team. And uh, the Packers' terrible start, and I felt confident that this was going to be the year uh, Chicago was going to take care of business. And it still could be. There's a December 5th game in Soldier Field clip. That's fine. That All we could. had to do was pick the Week 2 game, which we did. Y'all, we're in a, we're in a survivor pool with $40,000 on the line. Uh, all you got is me, you, Ellerby, and Tony Collins. And we go, it's a group think deal. We all put our minds together and pick we, our top three teams yeah and then we get a consensus if there's uh one consensus that the majority rules on this deal and the majority went against me and the bears and i thought that was a a pick that was going to cost us forty some thousand dollars i was very angry and upset about it i thought it was too early to go against the bears i made my point and my opinions known and uh it ended up that you guys were right wow I, this just shows a lot of growth from you troy <laughs> Because I do have the text messages here, but now that you've apologized, I don't. Even, I can delete. Well, them. and I, you know, one of the things I heard about the new Apple phone or the new operating system is you can delete. They're going to have a feature where you can delete text messages, <laughs> and I thought, man, this is going to come in really handy. Yes, yeah. there's going to be a lot of deleting I'm going to need to do. There's seven or eight here you might want to take a look at. <laughs> Especially the one <laughs> last night. I got really excited. I think the Bears eight forty six p.m. Bears go up seven to three. I was fired up, Clip. You were. I was drinking the. I was drinking. What the were beer. you drinking? That's a good question. Because it was, it was uh, bear Kool Aid. It was the orange Kool Aid. I'm just glad I wasn't around my. Uh, what, I can't even look at. I it. I wasn't what? around Lily when I looked at this text. Oh my, my goodness! goodness. It's a good language. thing it wasn't on a Bluetooth in your car. What, <laughs> what did it say? Oh, it's from Troy. You can just play that one. He's not going to say anything bad. What did it say? Go ahead, clean it up because we probably can't say it on the air. Four words. Told you, mother, and I'm not going to say the last okay. word. Three exclamation points. <laughs> Did I use that language? Uh, I'm really did. trying to work on my profanity. Wow. Yeah. I must have been really fired up. But then after the game, Troy, uh, good news. We dodged the bullet, survived in advance. <laughs> Troy's back on board, baby. 2-0. Oh. You got to admire that. Yeah. I, that was funny. Yeah, I, I admit, that was pretty good. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, down yeah, to the so we're, the good news is we're still in a pool, and we're 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 still got. Now the amazing thing is half the pool was eliminated like in week one. Well, so I mean these things are a lot harder than they sound. I looked at it yesterday. And man, if the Falcons could have came back and beat the Rams, we'd really be in business. But there were people, obviously, that had the Browns beating the Jets. Uh, people had the Bengals beating the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other upset? There's a lot of carnage in this pool. Maybe a few Ravens too. over Dolphins, not many of those. But there was one other big one, maybe Raiders and Cardinals. But we uh, we came out pretty good yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, let's it was keep a, it rolling. Uh, it was a, a fun weekend of football. NFL's been had some wild finishes these first two weeks. Yeah, if I didn't know any different, I swear it would be scripted. I mean, it it looks like, and you got two games tonight, which I don't know why they're doing it this way. Not a fan of the two game Monday night football in week two. It just seems very disjointed. I don't, I don't hate know why they're doing it, and they're not even staggered right. They're yeah. like an hour apart. It's like weird. If they went like six and nine or yeah. something, but they're going seven fifteen ESPN uh, Bills and Titans, and then at eight thirty Vikings and Eagles on ABC. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's a weird deal. All right, uh, we'll get another break in. We will talk NFL at some point today. Also, want to recap the Wild College Football Weekend and have more for you here on Pirate Radio Live. Brian Bailey said to join join us at five. Isaiah Winstead, EC receiver, at five thirty. More to go. PRL back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. East Carolina football weekends are fun. The place to be. And we got another one coming up this Saturday. It'll be the Pirates taking on the Navy Midshipmen. Hadn't mentioned the line, Troy D. Have you seen it? Uh, you probably have, right? I if thought, not, I'll have you guess it. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be around 20. Really? Yeah. Man. Well, it's 17. Okay. That's that's crazy to me. No, I think Navy has really struggled this year, Clip. They struggled yeah. last year. And we barely beat them. That's, yeah. That number that is... I get it, I guess, because ECU is good. It's a lot of points for... But for Navy, I'm terrified. I, I, mean, I will say ECU 3-0 and against the spread, right? They are. What was the official line? What was the line Saturday? Last one we saw was 32 and a half. Yeah. So they were still able to... That's a lot. It's a that's lot. lot. That, that's one of the larger lines I've seen. For and, uh, and took care of business there. So ECU has been great against the if, number. If you've taken ECU, you were 3-0 and this season. But that 17 is a makes lot you of nervous. points to me. I, really? You don't think ECU covers? It makes me feel better, but like just these games against Navy in the past. I feel kind of confident about this game Saturday. Clip, I'll give my official prediction Thursday, but I feel good about this. I've always been concerned, worried, nervous going into these games. And don't take it the wrong way, but I'm, I feel confident going into this game. All right. I think ECU is going to make a, a another statement game. I will say I'm a very optimistic. 
or i'm not i'm very pessimistic when it comes to teams and feelings and i always think about bad games and bad times and yeah that's how i am i know there's a cloud over my head Troy. I understand. and by the way sorry for your loss on saturday troy <laughs> well like troy was gonna win yeah oh but be- troy lost they did um before i forget just very quickly happy national talk like international talk like a pirate day thank you i'm gonna slip by the uh, goalie here appreciate it how are your old buddies uh chum bucket and Captain Captain slappy Slappy. uh i thought about reaching them out but we're so busy (laughs) on this first day i didn't have time for the shenanigans yeah and we've done that so many years i know yeah i just i I just wanted to recognize it and we'll move on i'm sure sure they're doing well man but yeah what uh, app state man the these guys they've got some magic going on so you're out there at the tailgate troy and and how much fun it is out there the pirate walk uh-huh. crowd everywhere and we've always kind of talked about in a match could you imagine a game day you know in green i've always dreamed about and that. how huge that would be it would be incredible well ab state upset and, texas a&m and were and they earned a game day visit and i'm glad that they did this because now i think it opens the door for like an east carolina to host a game day if they could come out of the gate next year and beat them say beat a michigan I mean, it's yeah. set up. Perfect, it is right? correct, especially if we're coming off a great season. Yeah, you're so right. I, I love the fact that they were in Boone. Well, the party was almost spoiled. Boone because is hot, hot, hot. They were trailing most of that game mm-hmm. on uh, on Saturday to Troy, who came in. But what a way to cap off college game day in your town! The national spotlight on you with one of the wildest plays you'll see, and we have the audio of the TV broadcast from that play to end the game. You got a receiver not not sure where he needs to be lined up. Robinson in motion slot. Here's Bryce rolling out. Time to heave it deep. Throws it shy of the goal line, and that ball is tipped around. And caught. Wow! Caught oh, that's a touchdown! Wow! Bears win it! Here. And the, the, everybody rushes the field. You had Chase Bryce, the quarterback, helping students out of the stands to come rush the field. Yeah. That was a pretty cool scene. I saw the ESPN Plus uh, version of this, and that that was – was that was that the TV or radio, guys? I think right that there? was ESPN. Okay. I'll see. Um, but if you if it went on to play, everyone's kind of uh, rushing the field, and then you hear the freight train. I love their uh, sound effect they have. They've got this – like it, it was just like out of a movie. You know, and I saw whatever receiver it was that caught it. It looked like almost oh, a man. fan that tackled him, like afterwards. If you saw that, I got it. And he got on the bottom of the dog. Some pile. of those things made me a little it's, nervous. He was on the I, bottom of a pile for a few minutes. It was like a regular. I don't know if it was a media member or some oh, like staff yeah. or just a fan that was down there. He yanked him down. Yeah, he 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 tackled him like jumping on him, celebrating, and then he ended up on the bottom of the dog pile. There were multiple injuries from people taking the field with broken bones going to the hospital um afterwards but man what a way to uh, if you got to break something what a celebration to do it in uh i ran over the bowl projections earlier today another big win this weekend tulane over k-state in manhattan that's a great win uh for the green wave and one of the bowl projections i looked at you know the highest ranked group of five team will go to a new year six bowl game yeah they had tulane like in the cotton bowl facing somebody wow and uh so that's how big that win for tulane was you on know, saturday uh, old buddies over at tulane who's that Corey glure hello 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 i wonder if he had a call on this well he did let's hear it Corey glure this is them going for it in their own territory late in the game four brett in the gun 
with Spears in the backfield. Tight ends either side. Pratt goes under center. Motion man Wyatt. Pratt trying to fight his way up the middle. He's got the first down. Oh my goodness, what a gamble. Jim Swoboda. Ice water in his veins. What a call by Willie Fritz. Incredible. That was Tulane at their own 25. Two minutes left to go up by seven. If they don't get that fourth down, Kansas State probably scores and wins. Yeah. Uh, but they gamble, they get it, and they win it 17 to 10. Corey's voice a little higher than I remember right there. Hmm. A little octave higher, perhaps, with the, the excitement level. What's the elevation like in Kansas? It's pretty flat, right? Uh, but yeah, Corey Glore fired up, and he should be uh, Tulane 3 and 0. To start this season, how uh, you checking in on your buddy Dana Holgerson? Troy, things are not going well there. Uh, they lose to Kansas 48 to 30, and I still haven't looked into this. I'll see if I can find it. They had a they had players fighting on the sidelines, dude runs off the field and uh, just pushes one of his teammates. So they are taking on the identity of their uh, head coach. Um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you one thing, I am. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're starting to fall apart a little bit. How about this, Troy? Dude comes running off the field. All right. And just immediately shoves a guy. Yeah. And then they get into it. Wow, this looks like one of our staff meetings from a couple (laughs) weeks ago. Um, (laughs) They're on the same team. Uh, I got to tell you, I've been watching, you know, this is one of those things that you used to never see if it wasn't for social media. But Texas A&M has this tradition the night before, the midnight yell. And I've been to College Station twice. I think Texas A&M is a cool school. But this yell tradition, these yell leaders they have, are complete tools. And they now people are filming them and putting it online, and they look like absolute clowns because then they're losing these games too, or whatever they're saying so stupid. I don't know if you've been watching. It makes me now want to root against Texas A&M. Well, they did beat like, the U the other night, but the one that really went out there was when they were calling App State hillbillies yeah. and all that. And, and meanwhile, they're wearing overalls. Looking like while, hillbillies while, and losing the game. Yeah. So... So it's it's so and the thing they do with their knee like they're it's so goofy like yeah. the whole thing and I'm like oh my god this is like terrible like you think they'd be embarrassed to have that out there online and I get that things are traditions and people want to hold on to those things but just because it's been done for a hundred years doesn't mean it's a good thing <laughs> you know and that might be one of those things that needs to go away yeah that one's embarrassing but uh, they did uh, I, come back and beat Miami on Saturday so. There you go. Uh, uh, Aggie down. Instead <laughs> of horns now. No, what is that? To... How about South Florida, who we're going to see in a couple weeks? They nearly one. pull an upset in the swamp Should've. on Saturday. Yeah. They lose it 31-28 to to Florida and uh, the 18th-ranked team in the country. So this AAC right now, Cincinnati got a win. Temple, you know who Temple's uh, quarterback is, Troy D.? Uh, who? His name is E.J. Warner. He is the son of Kurt Warner. Oh, wow. And he is a freshman, and they put him in. God, he looks like he's 16. They actually start to look a little bit competent, so uh, oh, we, we might see Kurt Warner's kid later on this year. He's definitely got one of the longer necks I've seen. And that's got to help him read a defense. Yes. Look over the line, read he's, a defense. He's only six foot, but with that neck length, he's six foot four. He's not quite Mike Glennon neck length. It's close. But he's got a uh, yeah. he's got a neck on You him. mentioned uh, the swamp. East brought back some memories when ECU was there. I was there on the swamp. And the ECU, this was, I think Ruffin McNeil was here at the time, almost knocked off the Gators at that time. Blake Kemp dropped the ball. Uh, yep. If it wasn't for that, uh, ECU Say Jones was open. probably would have won it. Yeah. Um, and you want to talk about butterfly effect. We mention that every once in a while. 
ECU wins that game. Blake Kemp doesn't drop that ball. Connects with Zay Jones. ECU pulls off that upset at the Swamp. I bet you Coach Ruff McNeil is not let go that season. And that means Scotty Montgomery is not hired here. Correct. It just it just it makes you wonder. And that one means, of those you know kind of what would have been what could have happened. Mike Houston took a job in Charlotte. Maybe maybe not. You and they're know. they're four and zero right now. I don't know. It's just, it just makes the you butterfly wonder. effect. Yes, it does make you wonder though. It is a thing. Uh, that one play changed the outcome of ECU football history. It is only week three heading into week four, and we have two pretty high-profile openings in college football. Scott Frost fired in Nebraska. Did you see the latest one? No. Well, Troy, I'll give you a hint. You play to win the game. Oh, uh, And when you Herm don't win the game, you get fired. Got Herm Edwards out in Arizona State. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I know they hadn't been doing well. I forgot he's been there a while now. They lost to an FCS school on uh, Saturday night. So, yeah. I mean, for... This, be, this is early for coaches to get yeah. fired. Or the coaching yeah. carousel usually picks up around week seven, eight, maybe, yeah. if they're doing really bad. This is the earliest I remember. And those are two... I mean, Arizona State's been good, been down. Nebraska, of course, has, has been down, but it's still a big-name job. Yeah. But for those two jobs, and now... I'm starting. You know what name you're starting to see out there? Oh, I, uh, Ur- Ur- Urban Meyer. Old Urban. And, and Coach look, Irvin Myers. I hate to see these people lose their jobs, but the more these openings happen in college football, it gets me excited that Matt Rule can get a second chance. In <laughs> I am hearing his no- name around there too. If you're an AD, do you risk your reputation by hiring Urban Meyer? Probably because I think the fans would be all over it. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Or is is he still kind of damaged goods? No. Uh, what are, are you referring to the video? His, yes, his incident. Yeah, and just his attitude and the way he kicking the kicker and all that stuff. You know, just the whole way it went down in Jacksonville. I think fans would welcome him uh, with open arms because he has won in college. Stunk in the NFL. Yeah. Didn't even travel with the team in the NFL. Ah, it's terrible. Um, but wins in college. And people he, are able to look up. Is he still focused stuff. on his family? Well, family. He's, uh, his family he, said, get it away from us. Go back to football. No, he's got a job every week where just like coaching, he's going to different places across the country. So he's not even really hanging out with the family that much now. So it would be the same thing. He'll, all these guys get recycled, though, Clip. You know someone's yep. going to take a chance on him. And, you know, these guys, He want, I guarantee you, he doesn't want his legacy to be left in Jacksonville. He wants to get out there one more time and kind of change the script. Uh, Jonathan Ellerby sent this. Um, this is from CBSSports.com. As they look at coaching hires, replacements for Herm Edwards. Number one, Matt Rule. Uh, he says, the leader in the clubhouse, if he's interested, uh, if Rule leaves the Panthers and isn't snatched up by Nebraska, it shouldn't be a tough decision for Arizona State. And people who don't really follow it are saying, Matt Rule can't win a game at Carolina. He was a great college coach. We've seen a lot yeah, of cases. I, I still think yes. it was a weird hire by Carolina. I do as well. I, I never thought, I'm like, what? They hired this guy? He turned Temple into a winner. He did. Took a Baylor program that was in the dumps because of the Art Browse situation and all that. Turned them into a power. And we hired like him that. for that purpose, thinking that he could do it in this league. And but he's but not. some guys do it in college and can't do it in the NFL. Hey, I tell you what, that jump from college to pro, not for players, but for coaches, is a difficult one, Clip. Nick Saban couldn't do it. I know. Steve Spurrier couldn't do it. Yeah, and th- these are some of the greatest coaches in history. Lou Hose couldn't do it with the Jets. Troy? Right. Very few can make that jump. It's just a, it's a different 
deal. Who's the guy we used to pick on from the Bears from the CFL? Mark oh, Mark oh, Tressman couldn't do it from the CFL to the I, NFL. I just can't believe they even hired Sorry, that guy. That was just that was mean to even say. All right, uh, let's take a break. I guess at some point we'll still talk some NFL. We'll talk NFL with Bailey when we return. Great edition of the Brian Bailey Show. Chris Foster, East Carolina running backs coach, join him at noon. If you missed it, you yeah. can hear it at 6 o'clock. Been doing a great job. I'm officially out of here this time, Clip. That was Troy is uh, like Tom Brady. He retired. He <laughs> came back. Came, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go spend some time with the family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you'll be back on Thursday. See you Thursday. We'll see you then. Take a time out. Come back. More to go. PRL after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome back in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, Players Lounge edition of the show. And Brian Bailey is a former football player, <laughs> former <laughs> offensive lineman, Glory Days, and yeah. he joins us here inside the pirate radio studios bb how you doing today weak side tackle for the indian river braves 1978 1979 season go braves yeah indian river braves that's a cool name it was great i thought it was awesome what was on the helmet it was uh we had the ir and a feather through it oh wow. yeah it was kind of cool. sounds like uh maybe washington redskins baby no no it was had nothing to do with the uh the redskins so are you a big cowboys fan while you were wearing that helmet oh yeah playing in them games yeah. i was i was a cowboys fan from the age i was born in 62 68 69 remember the i, I thought about this the other day it's kind of like what, what the cowboys are going through right now but the, the nfl films would always do a season wrap-up and one of the years in there they would call it next year's champions because Dallas lost to Cleveland a couple of times, and they were they were good, great team, but they never got over the hump, and they were next year's champions. I remember uh, during the summer, I used to love the NFL yearbooks that they would play on John ESPN, Facenda? ESPN two, yeah. and and all those titles were so corny because there were some bad Washington teams, and it would say like "Building the Future" or "No Laying the Foundation." That was definitely one of them one year after our three but they could make it look like your team was about to really hit it they would show the highlights they put them in slow motion put the nfl films music behind oh, yeah. it and you'd be like you know what this is the year boys this is, we're good we're doing something i'm so old i had the vinyl of the nfl films music that's awesome oh it was cool i wish i still had it yeah and I'm, it may be at my mom and dad's house but yeah i had the vinyl it was it was awesome and and that that music just you can put you can put a cartoon to that music and you still think football it still t- stands the test of time and uh even now do you ever watch nfl primetime on espn plus it's still it's still a thing but it's on espn plus yeah i don't i know it's, it's up there i need to watch that sometime i will not be watching it this week i watched it like four times last week though we, when i was 
growing up, and this is tells you how old, but on Monday Night Football, Howard Cosell would do the highlights, and you might, you know, if, if you didn't get to see all the games. Yeah. So if, if your favorite team won and you, you, you hadn't seen anything, so he'd show like two or three plays from that game, you know, in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, and, you know, I grew up in a time before Sunday ticket, obviously before Red Zone and all yeah. that. And then, uh, these kids are spoiled, Bailey. They are, man. They are spoiled. Daggone millennials. And we I better swear. not complain about it because what would you do if they all didn't Sunday ticket mess up yesterday? I saw a I lot of tweets it about did, that uh, with the streaming. It didn't mess oh, up okay. at my house. I was watching I Red Zone and I was listening to the Washington disaster. And, uh, yeah. So you listened to the disaster. You didn't watch it. No. I'm surprised. You should have called me. You could come and watch it with me. I'm not watching it. I watch uh, Commodores and Cowboys with you, but I ain't watching another game. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was rooting hard for them. Uh, no, I, I found a stream on the uh, – I thought about going. Week one, I went and watched the first half somewhere, and then I went home and uh, and kicked it. And I don't know. It was a long Saturday. We were here late Saturday night, so I was ready to chill. But congrats to the boys. They get a win. Needed one. One and one. And uh, by the way, I did say the Bengals would not make the playoffs this year. And uh, right now they're, they're on track too. to not yeah. do that. Um, but uh, how did Dallas do a defense? Michael Parsons is a freak. They did it pretty much. That, that was the uh, the way they got it done. The first half, they were dominant defensively. And they ran the ball well. And they, they scored two touchdowns in the first quarter, which is unheard of. And then obviously, if you look at the score, they didn't do a whole lot after that. But, saw Tony uh, Pollard got loose for one, yeah, or one, uh, one of the touchdowns. Well, he got loose. He, he, I thought he scored, but they they marked it a half. Oh, inch, they didn't yeah. count. Okay, and he scored on the next play. Which, which, if you're a Cowboy fan, the first thing you're thinking when they put that ball the inch line, you're thinking if they jump, then you're then you're at the five yard line or five and you know yard line plus an inch. But they didn't jump. They got the touchdown there, and Dallas still had a couple of key penalties that kept drives alive, and they they got to get that thing figured out. Giants moved to two and zero. We'll see if the Eagles can go to two and zero tonight and that would put every nfc east team every nfc east team is going to be at least 500 after two weeks That's which a shock is a change yeah. from past years right the nfc uh, least monday night doubleheader tonight eagles uh vikings should be good why is it a doubleheader tonight Did don't know out why? and it's not even really a doubleheader since right. they're going to overlap the yeah. way they are so i'm not sure why they're doing one that. on abc one on espn yeah i think titans bills starts on abc before uh philly and minnesota on espn if i have that correct but anyway that's the titans uh, are looking at owen too i got that backwards titans buffalo espn 715 and then 830 abc vikings eagles okay there, there you, you go. go all right so uh wild day uh though in the nfl oh, the always fun those onside kicks and then you, you you let a team back in and they take advantage of it and it's just it's just fun to watch on a sunday afternoon uh, how about Saturday? Pirates taking care of business. Uh, Campbell gets up first and uh, gets up again after a touchdown. And uh, East Carolina takes care of business after that, puts it on uh, the Campbell fighting camels. What do you think of the Pirates' performance? Uh, I thought they looked really good. I mean, I think the whole whole thing we heard about was that Campbell was had a good team, had some talent. We got to take care of our business, and that's what we saw. I mean, once the Pirates got it rolling with that running game, they just wore Campbell down. And uh, I, I really, I really like watching the Pirate offense when that running game's going. I mean, Keaton Mitchell is something special, and, and Rajay just compliments him so well. And, and you know, I know Rajay a little better than I know Keaton, but they're both really good kids when you talk to them. And, and and who's predicted who's going to have the big game two weeks in a row 
during the pregame show. Uh, that's right. Whoever well, runs by. Whoever goes by you. So now, tune in Saturday when <laughs> Bailey's doing his on-the-field report with us at Pirate uh, Radio. Whoever walks by him at the time, <laughs> Bailey, what do you do? You put some kind of I just named voodoo wrong. on him or something? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they mojo? Just, they just walk by and I say, you know, that's who's going to be having a great game tonight that's what it was and uh and keaton was awesome rajay found the end zone how about rajay harris has five touchdowns in three games that's what he strong. had last year i think all, all of last year is what coach foster said five touchdowns. wow so. yeah chris foster you can check that out if you missed it earlier on the brian bailey show coming up at six o'clock passing game got going again bailey isaiah winstead kind of uh, amazing as good of a season he's had hadn't found the end zone yet that's the only thing he hasn't done but ryan jones got in there again jalen johnson and how about cj's catch wow where it was called incomplete on the field they reviewed it and uh he did have a toe down and i was st- i was standing right there and i saw the way it was an awkward type catch yeah. and awkward with his footwork but but as soon as it happened i said you know there's a chance he got that other foot down i mean i, I didn't know for sure but i knew that there was a chance if they went back and looked at it and, and the thing they had to look at it was see if he had possession the whole time whether he bobbled it or not but yeah that was that was great concentration and really uh brian meter my buddy did a great job during the coaches show we talked about with coach houston and he showed like three or four different angles of it and it was really just a, a, a neat catch we talked about that weave and i on the fifth quarter credit to uh to having whoever having so many cameras out right. there we had so many angles yep. of that catch during the replay it yeah. was great yeah that was good but it took a long time that was yeah. a long but but coach houston said i made the referee stand right by me not the one looking at the <laughs> video but one of the other guys and he's like they can't it's got to be a touchdown you see it you got to be a touchdown well, we even I said that the long discussion was the the guy in the booth saying I don't know if we can overturn this and the guy the ref on the field saying look all the players are on the field <laughs> yeah. I'm right here by the students this is going to be a touchdown yeah. I'm calling it a touchdown whether you want me to or not uh, but it was the right call Pirates uh, CJ getting the score Pirates win big and now Navy up and have we really gone from we can't figure out and beat Navy to 17-point favorites I that fast? I was shocked. Woo. You know, a lot of times, you know, in the media, we, we have a number in mind. And I watched, you know, I knew Navy's coming 0-2. I know what East Carolina has done. And I thought the number would be somewhere around 7-9. to nine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a, a, a good point spread. But to see 17 up there, I mean, that's that's – that's crazy. Yeah. Although, in reading some things about Navy, that they really struggle against the pass, and Holton may be able to light them up. Uh, but, but yeah, that's that's a little surprising to me. Yeah, I don't Kendi know. Kenny Montalolo is one of the best coaches, I think, around. I, I know, and every job. year they get better as the season goes right. on. And they have had some rough starts here these last few years, getting yeah. blown out early, and that has continued into uh, 2022. But, man, that 17 is uh, too rich for my blood. Yeah, right that's, that's, that, those are, that's a lot of points. That's a, a big spread. I heard a um, I heard some people clamoring at the game and, and App State, and I checked my phone while I was at Daddy Ficklin Stadium and saw the highlight. Wow from boone and what a day for them to have game day there to cap it off with a hail mary was there could not have been any any better right yeah that was that was a crazy play and we've seen hail marys through the years but you you rarely see one that doesn't reach the end zone that has success but that one was just perfect and the defensive backs are taught knock it down knock it down and they were trying to knock it down i think in some respects you you ought to just go catch it but i mean he's trying to knock it down and and it didn't work out but if you grab that ball that doesn't happen but yeah 
But I guess if you try to grab it, it gets punched and up. And it knocks up. Else, you know, I know. You know, you're dang if you do, dang if you don't. Just a freaky play, a freak deal. It was nuts. And it worked out for Appalachian State. Uh, other in-state schools. But how about, I saw this, it's the first time that Blue Bloods, North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas have all started 3-0 in college football. I think ever. Yeah, I, I saw a whole list of basketball powers. It was crazy <laughs> yeah. how many how many of them were undefeated. And, and Duke and Kansas play this week. Yeah, who would have thought that? And like people are excited about it. Yeah. It's uh, it's wild. Uh, how about NC State taking care of Texas Tech at home, and uh, they are starting to, to kind of climb back up and get near that top that, ten. Their defense is so good, and I think East Carolina saw that in Week One. That's that's why it was so disheartening, you know, when you don't get that field goal at the end because you had a chance to knock off a pretty good, really good North Carolina State team. That I think I don't know if they'll run the table in the ACC, but they're going to win a lot of games. I was talking. I went to uh, take the trash off yesterday during the the trash game that was going on washington oh that game i, I, I thought you about the cowboy game. i thought i would get trash during the trap but anyway talked to the guy there and about because he knows i do stuff here and he said how's ecu doing and i said man we got a top 25 vote and then the other guy taking his trash off 30 feet over said if they'd have won the first one they'd already be in there and i was like i know man yeah. i know i know can't look back i don't want to think about it but yeah. dang if i don't sometimes yeah. yeah uh how about clemson at wake saturday any Boy. chance for the deeks bailey oh, i think a lot of chance for the deeks yeah. i like i like wake Forest. i think they have a good good great quarterback who's back and they've got they've got a really really good team and and i don't i don't know how good clemson is I they think. can roll up a lot of points uh, can they do it against clemson and if they do can clemson hang with them offensively yeah you know? that's that's going to be the big question for sure man if, if they can bailey uh what were the highlights on friday night on touchdown friday well newburn's whenever havelock was the big one and newburn's got a defensive line that i swear could start for most colleges and they're really really good and they had all kinds of sacks and they just uh really clamped it down in the second half and that was that was an amazing and that big carolina 384 is just a great conference and every week we get really this week it's a little quiet but newburn still plays jacksonville <coughs> and jacksonville beat newburn last year jacksonville's coming off a loss to rose that game went back and forth i mean these are some outstanding games on Friday nights. Conley uh, beginning their conference play after an off week last week against Northside North Side Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, and they'll be favored to win that game. All right. <coughs> you all right? Yeah, yeah I got a little, little tick on my throat. <laughs> well, that time of year. Well, let you run then. How yeah. about that? How about that? Uh, great edition of the Brian Bailey Show earlier today with Coach Chris Foster, biggest biceps in the business. Yeah. He's got some guns on him, and he's got some great running backs to work with right now. We arm wrestled halfway through it. How'd that go well, for we, you? We were on the phone, so I had a chance. <laughs> you won. Yeah. All right, good deal. Check that out at 6 if you missed it earlier. Bailey enjoyed it. One and one. Cowboys, Commodores. There you go. Big year on tap. Here we go. Chandler is still 0-2. Good luck. Chandler's in a hole somewhere. (laughs) We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Have more for you here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back after this.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedic Season Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Clip Rock. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. You know who's a big fan of our song, Sensuality of Man, parentheses, I like football, in parentheses? Who would that be? Melissa Bailey. Big oh, fan of Oh, okay. We were walking up the steps uh, the other night at Daddy Ficklin, and she was telling... She didn't even say, hey, guys. She just said, I love that song. I loved it. So, uh, big fan of I it. have gotten tickled. Thank you, Miss Bailey, for enjoying it as much as you do, and I uh, will bring that back at some point soon. Definitely in the pregame. All I know is that I like football. I do like football. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to call an audible here i believe we're gonna talk to isaiah winstead in a little bit but um i got a quick rage i want to get out can we open up the anger management rage room real quick why not i mean and believe it or not this has nothing to do with my crap ass football team from yesterday who were down 22 to nothing to the lines and hadn't got a first down yet one of the more embarrassing stats in nfl history to be down 22 to nothing and your team doesn't have a, have a first down. That's like 4A versus 1A high school numbers. You don't see that in the NFL. Just ridiculous. It was also the play where DeAndre Swift took a nap during the game, got up, and nobody touched him, and he scored a touchdown. But that's not what this is about. This particular anger management rage room rage is just kind of a PSA, kind of a reaction to something happened earlier today. So, I'm here on a Monday, putting in the work, as I do. And I'm like, Clip, you've worked hard today. You should probably just take it easy till the show. And I was like, no, Clip, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to look up the ECU bowl projections for this year for the people. Because people want to know, what are the bowl projections saying? It's fun to look at, right? It's kind of like a preseason ranking, but now we're in season. It's like an in-season look at how your team's doing, where they're projected to go. So I put it out there. I looked at different websites. The Action Network has East Carolina and the Myrtle Beach Bowl taking on Coastal. 24-7 and the Ath- and Athlon Sports had East Carolina and the Military Bowl. 24-7 says we'll play Carolina. Athlon says we'll play Pitt. ESPN had East Carolina and the Boca Raton Bowl against a couple of different opponents. Arkansas State, Georgia Southern. Yahoo had East Carolina and the Independence Bowl taking on Army. Oh, this was pretty good information. Doesn't really mean squat, but it's nice to be mentioned. Look at bowl games, things like that. I get a reply to that tweet from somebody who I respect very much, past and future guest of the show, Ariel Epstein, the prop queen, who I like to think has a good head on her shoulders and is smart when it comes to sports and things like that. And she says, if they don't make a bowl... I will send pitchforks to your house for this Jinx tweet. 
Oh no. Ariel. Wow. And I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I responded to that. I said I figured you of all people would understand what qualifies as a jinx and what does not. But it turns out you are no better than the rest of the commoners out there. Sad day in the queendom. I'm relaying information, putting in work for everyone, putting out what others are saying, and that is looked at as a jinx. Sorry, Ariel, but in this case, you are dumb, stupid, idiotic. I hope Ariel's not listening to this. She's not. She's on freaking MLB Network. She don't care about me or us or you or us. But she will be back on the show one day, and I'll tell her to her ear on the phone. So we'll have to remind you. But it's not just her. Like, I put out stuff like flawless first half for East Carolina. That's some of, this is the some of the best East Carolina football I've seen. And people are like, jinx. No, it's not a jinx. If you say, if I say East Carolina's definitely going to a bowl game this year, that would be a, a, an example of something that could be a jinx. If East Carolina's up 28 to nothing at halftime, and instead of saying, that was a great first half of football, I don't remember seeing East Carolina play this well. That's not a jinx. If I say, East Carolina's going to have a shutout and dominate this game, that's a jinxable tweet, jinxable statement. You can't just say everything is a damn jinx because it's not. We've had a good show so far. That is not a jinxable statement because it's happened in the past. It's out there. It's done. If I say this show has been flawless and will continue to be flawless and will be our greatest show ever, that is a jinxable statement. Do we understand the differences? Or am I going to have to come up here later this year and do this again? Damn. It's not hard to figure out. Putting together, compiling a list of things is not a jinx. It's me trying to do something nice for people. Everybody understand? Do you get what I'm saying? No, I definitely get what you're saying. Thank you. Shirley, do you? Oh, yeah, I follow you. All right. Shirley, I saw you uh, were in a drive-thru line and somebody had their door open. <laughs> Why does this always happen to you? People listen to this show and they say, oh my God, there's Shirley Rose behind well, me. No, and they do it. If I see Shirley in the drive-thru, I'm over to my <laughs> door. <laughs> And I hope, and I dare her do something. And, about it. No, then no, I'm, was, I'm speeding off. That <laughs> just no, what's so funny about that was when I okay. So earlier in the day, probably not even an hour before I sent out that text, I got a message from P1 listener Kenny Curlings on my Facebook page, and he had messaged me a picture of an SUV in front of him at a drive-through with the door open, and he said, he said. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> and I put in all caps, I told you this was a thing. And so, you know, and we chatted back and forth. And then an hour later, after after work, I'm, I'm at home. I'm on my way home, and I need to pick up dinner for my mom. And I'm like, ooh, she likes the chicken sandwiches at, at the Burger King, so I'm going to go through the Burger King drive-thru. here. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to call it. Well, I, I'm not calling out Burger King. I'm just saying I was just classic, going through there. Uh, chicken sandwich at BK is not bad. It isn't. And uh, my my mom my mom is a big is. fan. Yeah. Um but anyway, so I I was going to pick her up some dinner and as I'm pulling through the drive-through, 
just as clear as day, this guy pulls, is in front of me and opens the door. Not only opens the door, gets out of the car and stands up. I just didn't get my phone out quick enough to, to catch that part. But he had the door open. I was like, see, twice, twice. It and, it, it, and it just doesn't happen to me. It happens to other people, too. I'm just pointing it out. I am calling these people out. Chandler, you got anything to rage about? Uh, Panthers suck. Yeah, Panthers are awful. And, I mean, I rage enough on Sundays about that. But I would say phone tag is frustrating. But it's not phone tag where you missed the call like maybe 30 minutes to an hour ago and then you try to call them back. It frustrates me. And this happens a lot with my mom. Not Not to call out my mom. But she's liable to call me, and I look, and I missed her call, and it says now, or maybe yeah, like a one yeah, minute. Yeah. And I go to call her back. Yeah. And she doesn't answer the phone. Oh, you just you that. just had the phone in your hand to call me. Why are you not answering? I'm calling you back literally 30 seconds to a minute later. Oh, I've and had you that didn't answer the phone. Oh, that irritates the absolute snot out of me. My nephews do it to me all the time. They'll call me. I'll see. I just missed a call. It's less than. It's either now or a minute later. I call them back. They don't answer the phone. I'm like, well, like I get obviously it, if, it wasn't an emergency. I get it if I missed your call 30 minutes ago and you didn't answer. You've moved on to something else at that point. But like a minute removed from me yeah. missing your call and then you, you miss my call? Sometimes I think it's like uh, I'm on. I'm not going to answer now. That's how I look at it. <laughs> and and then I, there's sometimes Mom. I literally, she, it, it goes to voicemail. I literally try to call her again, and she doesn't answer. Your mom's playing like, head games with and you. And I'm like, you just called me. Yeah. All right. Anger management rage room. Know what a jinx is and what is not a jinx, folks, before you comment on it. That's all I'm saying. Go to angermgmtnc.com. That's a lot of letters. I'll say it again. Angermgmtnc.com. Book your therapy session today and get that anger out. Word. Shirley, we need to open up the booty bag here oh, yeah, we on do, a don't Monday. We? All right. Whoa, good luck. Everything's happening. Everything's happening. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, what are we giving Man, away? I hate hotkeys. Hold on. Let me get my sheet. I hate about hot cakes. We know what we're listening to, Mr. Big Voice. Shirley, here's a question we'll ask uh, Isaiah. Pancakes or waffles? Uh, you know what? I need an answer. Waffles. waffles. Don't waffle on this. Tell me an answer. <laughs> waffles, and I'll tell you why. Because when you put the syrup in, it's got a little holder. That's right. A nice little syrup and holder. That's a good point. Which means that the syrup is distributed evenly among the waffle. That's it does right. not run off the sides on a pancake. Good, good explanation, Very Shirley. Good point. All right, 317-1250. What are we giving away today? Speaking of waffles, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers? They have chicken and waffles? They got you, they oh, they, they do. Chicken they and waffles. waffles. Okay. You can get them at Tiebreakers. Uh, 317-1250. What caller? Uh, six. All right, caller six. When we return, we'll talk to East Carolina's leading receiver on the year, Isaiah Winstead. He joins us right after this timeout.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Robert Matthews of Ahoski. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live Players Lounge edition brought to you by Delcor. If you have issues, cooling, heating, plumbing, you can rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. We welcome in East Carolina's leading receiver for this 2022 season, Isaiah Winstead, to the Players Lounge. 17 catches on the year, 259 yards, still looking for that one touchdown. It's coming soon, right, Isaiah? But, uh, man, another great game on Saturday as uh, you had six catches, 112 yards, and uh, feeling good uh, coming off a win, right? Everything good your way? Yeah, most definitely. And it's kind of hard to tell with you because you're so even keel. Even on the field, it's just Chandler and I are watching you and, like, we're up there like doing all this stuff and you're just like hand the ball to the ref that's just the way it is right yeah uh, when you get in the end zone you got something planned or no <laughs> no i just all right well, just playing the game that. i can see he's gonna hand the ball off to the referee yeah. run off the field i tell you what we'll do the celebrating for you in the stands we're gonna well, let's make up a handshake and a dance oh we got it yeah, when isaiah we'll scores um so got down 10 to 7 in that game and then uh took over from there uh, and, and East Carolina ends up blowing them out. But uh, I don't know. What did you think of the game overall and how you guys played offensively against Campbell? Overall, it was a good game. Like, they came out, you know, with some momentum. But uh, throughout the whole week in practice, Coach was saying it was a good football team. So it wasn't really, like, a surprise that, you know, just because they FCS, I don't mean, and his ball is everywhere. So, like, you know, and I feel like offensively uh, – Second half, we really started to click, like, you know, how how we have been in the past two games. So, you know, we got room for improvement, but, you know, we did we did a decent job. And you can look around college football, see upsets every week, and, and so you know that, yeah, every player's good, everybody's trying to win. But how about you specifically, Isaiah, coming from where you've come from? You've been at some different stops, different levels, things like that. So you've seen good teams everywhere. So you know going in, no matter who the team is, they got some players, right? Yeah, definitely. Coming from Norfolk State, HBCU, Toledo, all that. It's ballers everywhere. And uh, Holton Aylers was balling the other night. How about 17-20? And and three scores for him as he was was finding the targets. Once again, it was spread out the other night. You were the leading man. But CJ got in the end zone. Jalen on a fourth down. Ryan Jones wide open. I mean, once again, we talk about it every week, but... Let's look, look at this. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Is that eleven different receivers caught passes? Maybe more than that. 
Uh, just, uh, yeah, 11 receivers catching balls the other night. That's a good number, right? Yeah, we got some weapons. We got weapons all over. I'm proud of Houghton. Like, you know, he making history and stuff, and I'm just glad to be a part of that. Yeah, and uh, you're a big part of it with your six for 112. How about the play where you basically look like snatched an interception away and uh, and I think left for a play or two after that. So what happened to you on that play? Well, I had just hit my head and then, you know, the dislocated finger and stuff like that. My finger was, like throbbing so i didn't know what was going on with that i thought i had dislocated again but you know i came out and then i had to go into the tent and they had to um ask me some questions and stuff like that then i was oh, yeah. yeah protocol type stuff yeah. uh and then you got back in uh before the touchdown right you mm-hmm. went back in uh but how about that play like that was uh that was a jump ball uh kind of one-on-one almost one-on-two there actually uh but you come down with it and uh you act like it ain't nothing, but that's a hell of a play. Uh, what, anything going through your mind there? Or is that like all reaction when you're making a play like that? Just reaction. Yeah. In, in the ball now, I feel like I got to make the play. Holden trusts me enough to throw the ball, so I got to, you know, make that play for him. Holden also pointed out, too, that when they started going kind of man to man and blitzing some, uh, he had to get the ball out quicker. He gave you a lot of credit for. You know, kind of, I don't hot reads maybe being uh, being ready, being open quickly after the snap and making making plays after the catch. We saw that the other night too. Yeah, me and Holden got a way to communicate. You know, he might look at me, he might say something before the play or something like that. We just always find a way to communicate, like so that I'm ready for those moments and. You know, he always making sure I'm ready for those moments and stuff like that. Isaiah Winstead joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge, East Carolina, two and one. Got a date with Navy coming up, another six o'clock start. And uh, have you played a game against uh, an option team like this, Isaiah, in college? Not in college. Probably Maybe in high school. High school, yeah. Uh, it can get a little boring over there for the offense if Navy gets rolling and churns up eight, nine-minute drives. So uh, <laughs> I've talked to former receivers in the past who say they have to like stay loose on the sideline while that's going on. But you know Navy's going to be tough, physical, disciplined, and uh, and always a tough test. Have you started to, to look at them at all yet? Uh, yeah. Today, like before I got here, we was in a meeting and stuff like that. So, you know, we're going to look at them more tomorrow or, like, after I leave here, I might look at them on the iPad and stuff. Yeah. Do some more research, but we about to, like, really get into Navy. 17 catches on the year for you leading the team, and you're doing it uh, with a bum finger. Is that just something that's, like, you just got to deal with through the season, basically? Yeah. Does it feel – does it ever feel good, or is it – No. 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 <laughs> That's uh, well shows I how gotta, tough you are. I, I got to wrap it up yeah. every uh, practice, every game. Just you see it right here. Yeah, that is. Uh, if he gives you the middle finger, you're gonna see it because that <laughs> thing is big. But uh, making the plays out there and uh, and doing good. Got Josiah Hatfield back in the mix. Tried to get him on some reverses, some things like that. And uh, you guys are fully stocked right now. That's a. I mean, you look around. That's a talented receiver room, isn't it? Yeah, Isaiah? yeah we got weapons. One of the more talented receiver rooms I've been in. All right. Uh, you going to watch some football tonight? You said you might do a little uh, Navy research, but two Monday night games tonight. I know you're a Justin Jefferson guy. They play yeah. the Eagles, and then you got Diggs and the Bills taking on uh, the Titans. You uh, you going to catch in the NFL? Yeah, I, I might watch both. I might watch one in my room because my roommate, uh, Justin Red, he be having football now. So whatever, um, in the living room. So whatever um, game he watching in the living room, I'm going to have other game in my room. It's important to have a good setup. And I've got the TV and laptop. I've got a second TV. It's kind of jacked up, though. The color's messed up. I guess I could go, too. 
but you got to have multiple TVs going, especially on a night like tonight. Yeah. And look, for you, you're what? Practicing, you're recovering on Sunday. You don't get to watch a lot of NFL, do you? No. Yeah, so no. take advantage of it tonight. Yeah, watch some Sunday, ball. We don't get out to about like what, six, some, seven. We might get to watch a couple of games, but like night game. But the morning, afternoon, and stuff like that, we don't get to watch football. Isaiah Winstead joining us. I uh, had a question earlier, and you're new, so you've been. Uh, You've had a few uniform combos, but they wanted us to ask the players um, your favorite uniform combo. So if you got to choose the ECU uni combo, what would you pick? Uh, I like uh, I like all white, and I like the purple. I like the purple. I like the purple. All purple? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I guess we're going to get all white this weekend? Yeah, I think all so. All right. That's a clean look. I like it. And uh, I like the purple helmets and the purple face masks. Yeah. yeah. All right. All perp, all white. We're going to have a blackout later this year. And don't say anything because I don't want to get you or myself in trouble, but apparently maybe a, a different look for a game coming up. Maybe. All right, we'll keep it at that. I don't, again, I don't want to get these guys in trouble. Uh, so that is exciting. Hey, look, fans like it. Uh, recruits like it. But even the players, I mean, Deion Sanders said it a long time ago, look good, feel good, play good. Most of. You don't want to look st- stupid out there, right? No. <laughs> Uh, are you a uh, waffles or pancakes guy, Isaiah? Waffles. All right. Waffles. Answered it quickly. Uh, Mike asked if you could only play one video game the rest of your life. And he listed some options. I think he said Call of Duty, 2K, Madden, Grand Theft Auto. Or you could just choose other. Uh, which one would you pick? Like, if you could only play one. Do you play video games? Yeah. All right, what would you pick? Um... You could go off the list. I want to say man, but I played the mo- the game I played the most is Mortal Kombat. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, that was when I was a kid. Mortal Kombat. I got a new one. This is Mortal Kombat 11. I played that. Who's your guy? You Sub Zero? You Raiden? You uh, Scorpion? Raiden. Raiden. All right. Raiden. Chandler, you into that stuff? Yeah, that was like big in the arcades <laughs> back in the day. Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat. Those were the deals, man. The girls really like sweet on there though. Um, Jay Katana. Oh, okay. I'm thinking Street Fighter, which was Kung Lee, I believe. Kung Lao. Kung Lao is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, I ain't played in a while. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a little rusty on that stuff. Uh, college football game returning next year. I can't wait for that. But I guess we're gonna have to create Isaiah because he's not gonna be on the game. That's Crazy. a shame, man. Your whole career, you missed out on being in the damn game. <laughs> that stinks. Uh, but uh, did you play that growing up, the college football? Yeah. Yeah. I had did you? All of those. Did you? Uh, say, I used to always like building up a smaller school and trying to win a championship and like recruiting and stuff like that. I used to always play with um, USC. Okay. I used to always play with USC or Oregon. So what year is that? Like that's going back to like the Bush era or like Reggie Bush or like after that? What year? It might have been after that. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the year. It's been so long since I played um, NCAA. <laughs> Oregon was fun. I was like in uh, elementary, I think. Right. Texas Tech was fun back in the day because they had the uh, the spread and the playbook, and now everybody's doing it. But really, uh, we used to just run the triple option the whole, the whole <laughs> game. Uh, glory days, and uh, that is coming back. I got to update my system though. What What do you play games on? Uh, Xbox One. All right. I gotta get. I got a PS4, but I, you got to get the new one to play college football. So yeah, gotta I got to add that to the list. Put it on the Christmas list, I guess. <laughs> All right, Isaiah. Uh, let's see. Anything else for Isaiah Chandler? Ask Isaiah Winstead a question. 
I'm out of questions. All right, you you a wing, you a wings guy? You like chicken wings? Yeah. All right, so what what's your like go to flavor? That's for a good question. Wings? My go to place? Like uh, flavor. Flavor. Buffalo. Yeah. Ranch or blue cheese? I don't eat none of that. <laughs> you just eat, don't eat none of no that. No sauce. None of that. No, no sauce. Mm. None of that. None of that. Uh, I mean, you know what? If the wings are good enough, they don't need any sauce. Yeah, you know, they don't need any. Dip All right, sauce. Dad. I, never, I ain't never like ranch to a blue cheese ever. Interesting. I'm definitely no. I don't like blue cheese. Uh, Mark wants it. Mark's a very good cook, by the way. He was in some uh, contest, a steak ribeye contest. I had a steak. So it was good. He well, said, "Do you well like uh, what's that? Well done." Uh, nah. That's how you eat steak? Yeah, well done. Okay. That's how I eat mine. Well done and nothing. <laughs> well done or none, baby. Uh, do you love Eastern North Carolina barbecue? How do you feel about that? Like, yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, it's good. All right. Fair enough. Um, And I guess we could, let's see, anything else? He said, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the way the man wants the steak is how he wants the steak. How you cook his steak? Well, he's probably like the medium rare type of guy yeah. i can't have my uh steak still bleeding on the plate <laughs> <laughs> hey look we're all different people in this world right here uh isaiah if we could fanboy for a minute i don't want you to get a flag but if you could uh catch a pass and flex for us uh up in the crowd I that's what we're that. doing up there catch a pass catch it and just get up that's get what every, like, every time you catch a pass i say it, we're out there like this and we're the only guys we're all the only, we're the only people on the stadium doing it, doing it. We're we're like, there's our guy right there so. just give us one of them man that'd, that'd be if pretty I cool. remember nah yeah you know what don't worry about it focus on the damn game isaiah good stuff man appreciate you hanging out and uh good luck this week appreciate it all right bud there's isaiah winstead we'll take a time out come back and we will have more for you uh, fantasy people heads up Gabe Davis is out tonight due to an ankle injury so big uh, absence there for the Buffalo Bills we got uh, Monday Night Football coming your way tonight on Pirate Radio and we will wrap up Pirate Radio Live when we return after this listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Alright, it was a good day on the stock market. Uh, the Dow was up 197 points at 31,019. The NASDAQ was up 86 at 11,535 and the S&P was up 26 at 3899 That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the shoe. Here's Clip. All right. Uh, thank you, Shirley Rhodes. I'm going to go home, and uh, before I do, run a couple errands, pick up some stuff for uh, my daughter and her school and uh, lunch and things like that, and go home and, and be a family man and make sure i've got i gotta pay my um utility bill and internet bill and and do things like that but that's the great thing about sports is chandler and i can be up at daddy ficklin stadium like we're just a bunch of kids doing sellies 
doing celebrations. Oh, we got into the first down game, too, the other night. We're doing the first down move. First down. He set up a volleyball. He like he set the volleyball up for me, and I pointed. Sports keeps me young. I'm like a, a young kid in here telling Isaiah if he'll like, give us shout-outs on the field. And Rajay, like, we're... we're pointing to his dad yeah like do the crossbones i'll know it's just for me it's for me yeah i I just love that man it's fun it's good to have fun to be a kid and if he dude if isaiah does do it oh i'm gonna i'm gonna lose it i'm gonna lose it i'm gonna be like i'm gonna squeal like a girl watching the beatles back in the day i can't i look i didn't plan this i don't mind talking about how crappy the washington is but we did not really get to the nfl um did you see uh peter foot said we should do an nf need an nfl recap on tuesdays with that really cool intern you have i did see that comment so maybe we'll do that tomorrow i did want to mention our miami dolphins shirley and i's miami dolphins i'm taking part ownership in the uh dolphins but man, Tua and O for Miami after coming back and beating Baltimore. We'll talk more about that Tuesday, and uh, we'll talk a whole lot on Tuesday, 3 o'clock, when we come to you with an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks to the players today on the Delcor Players Lounge. Thank you for tuning in. For Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, and the crew here at Pirate Radio, I'm Cliff Brock. We'll see you Tuesday at 3. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.